to have a championships per championship parades in Houston. Yeah. Feels like it wasn't that long ago. Matter of fact, feels like it was about a year ago. Exactly. About a year Almost ago today. Dot. Yeah. <laughs> Something popped up on my Facebook memory uh me being at the first parade back in 20, mm-hmm. 2017. Yeah. And I was out there. Paul Wall was actually in the crowd, so I got yep. like a little selfie with Paul Wall in the back. <laughs> so it was it was a time, man. It was a time. It was. And now we're having uh, other uh, parades. Or parades are happening in Texas. Yeah. But just not in this yeah. city currently. Um, <laughs> the Rangers have won the World Series, much to the dismay of every Astros fan out yeah. there, pretty much. Um, so, yeah, they're they're popping champagne. They're popping bottles. And they're, they're, they're taking their shots. And look, man. <laughs> We got to eat that. We have to yeah, eat that, all right? We do. Yeah, <laughs> we do, man. And it, it and it hurts so bad because looking at diehard Astros fans, they sitting there making every excuse. Oh, ain't nobody at the parade. Oh, they're not being original. Oh, who cares? Ain't nobody going to remember this championship. All this other stuff. And I'm just like, man, just let it go, man. They're really going out sad. I really hate to see this because, like like I said before on the last podcast, like, this is the kind of shit we made fun of other fan bases for doing when the Astros were winning. Now yes. we're the whiny bitches, basically. 
Yeah. Everybody complaining. Everybody talking about uh, when dude went up and said the Bregman quote, which is really the Kanye quote. Everybody yeah. was like, oh, why are you even thinking about the ass shows? Everybody knew that shit would get thrown back yes. in their face, man, okay? Yes. And we got to eat that, all right? Yes. As a fan base, as a team, when you talk shit, and look, this is what happens when you play the villain. Yeah. When you play the villain, when you accept the villain role, you eventually going to get taken out. And they going to eventually, people going to dance on your grave, man. <laughs> yeah. This is just how it happens in sports. The villain, when the villain gets defeated, People start dancing on the grave, man. <laughs> yeah. So all them years of talking shit was sweet for the Astros and the fan base. Now we got to eat the L, man. We got to <laughs> eat it. We got to take it. All, all I want to hear is good shit. See you next season. Yeah. You know, I feel like that should be the official stance of the fan base. I don't want to see all this complaining and whining and shit. Yeah. It, it's embarrassing, man. Y'all going out sad. It, it is, man. And look, man. The Astros had a good run. I still think they got maybe one or two years left in it. But, they, I mean, they lost, man. There's it's nothing you can do. It, it was in an embarrassing way, too, man. They they couldn't win a game at home. Yeah. And, look, man, they, they won it, man. And that's the, that's the part that hurt the most, man, because it's not like the NFL where you got 16, 17 games. You got 162 games of this mm-hmm. Texans Rangers are the World Series champions. You got to go we got to go through that through 162 games, man. That's the part that hurt the most, but hey man, you just got to let them have it, man, at this point. They they earned it. I hate to say that, but they earned it, man. They they balled out throughout the playoffs, so I can't I can't be picky and complaining and stuff, man. You really can't, man. And it's really embarrassing how people like look, you just you just eat the L, man. Take the <laughs> L. It's what happens in sports and fandom. You win some, you lose some, but you live to fight another day. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, what up, Tony Scott? We see you on the Facebook comments. He said, I'm not eating nothing but trill burgers. <laughs> well, damn, you must be rich, dog. That's a lot. <laughs> you could buy a Hellcat eating that eating that fucking uh trill burgers every day, man. Yeah, I just had it last week. Uh, I went after the show with the wife. He got went to okay. Trail Burger. Wasn't no line and none of that. But man, when I tell you it hit different when you order something, like order two things and the price just pow pow fifty fifty two thirty eight. Yeah, it's just like dang. Like it took two seconds to order this and it came up to fifty two thirty eight or whatever. Just be like, damn. Yeah. Look, man, I, 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 I've try, I've been trying to hold my tongue on the Trill Burger shit because, you know, Bun B's involved and, you know, when you see a, a one of our own doing big things, you don't want to hate. Yeah. But this trend of fucking expensive-ass fast food is just annoying to me in general, man. Like yeah. the Five Guys shit, some of this Steak Shack some of this in and out, like these are fucking not much different from a fucking quarter pounder at McDonald's, man. <laughs> and you gonna charge me fifteen dollars for a burger? <laughs> yeah. This ain't Fud Ruckers, even dog. This is even lower than that. Yeah. And I- I'm convinced everybody acting like this shit is really delicious is capping. <laughs> they trying to justify the fact that they spent that much money on a burger and fries. Yeah, it's yeah. more. It's more of the. Being at the place and having it, 
fake taking flicks on Instagram saying they look where I was at. So, yeah. Stu, like, let's let's be honest, man. <laughs> <laughs> Half of these places, these fucking, uh, and I don't want to say nothing just in case we get in business with somebody. So yeah. I'm not going to mention any more names. Shout out to I my man, Nick. Out the door. Yeah, shout out to my Nick, uh, my man, uh, Nick Sherfield, who run a lot of stuff at Trill Burger, too. Yeah, so yeah. Shout out to y'all, is. man. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all want to do business, <laughs> I will change my opinion. But in general, man, like this, some of this stuff is just like it is just to be seen with it, to take the flick with it, to it's the brand more so than what you're getting from it. Yeah. So it's pretty embarrassing, man. But it's funny whenever I'm, whenever I go, I could tell when it's somebody that's from out of town there because mm-hmm. they come in, and they got the cameras, and they. Oh yeah, yeah. Just, they got yeah. I don't think I ever took a picture in there. I I never took a picture like, hey, I'm in Trillburger. I just go in there like it's a, a McDonald's and get what I need to get. But um, it's kind of funny just seeing a whole group of people going in like it's um, Breakfast Club or something. <laughs> yeah, man, clout's a hell of a drug, dog. Clout's a hell of a drug. You see your favorite celebrity at Trillburger. You feel like almost a celebrity when you go there too. Like, look, I was where a uh, fucking Slim Thug was yesterday, <laughs> or some, <laughs> like, or, or anybody saying, else yeah. who go through Rick Ross, or I don't know who else got a Trill Burger, but yeah, yeah, man. Did you see he uh, coming up with Trill Tenders? That's so, gonna be what twenty five dollars for four. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> so, so apparently, so they apparently they had like a. Uh, I guess a ch- it was like a chicken strip festival or something like that, some type of festival mm-hmm. in L.A. And um, he got something called Trill Tenders, and they actually won it. So um, might be getting Trill Tenders coming soon. <laughs> How about we do uh, Trill Salads, man? Okay? How about we do uh, <laughs> ain't nothing Trill, trill Smoothies, ain't maybe, ain't man. Nothing about the, ain't nothing Trill about those salads. <laughs> Look, the obesity rates are climbing. I'm trying to get back in shape myself. We don't need to be encouraging more fucking fast food, greasy ass shit in our community, man. Okay, time to toughen up as is. Let, let's, if it's gonna cost a, a fucking arm and a leg, at least let it not cost for your health as well. Yeah, you know, fucking let, let's get Trill salads popping, man. How about some healthy options at Trill Burger or, or Trill fucking Juice? <laughs> Let's get a trill juice going. <laughs> trill juice. Yeah, we got a bunch of fancy ass. Uh, well, I guess that kind of died out. The, those juice bars. Yeah. That were popping up everywhere. I guess that bad kind of died out. People just stopped giving a shit about eating healthy and, and all that. So Yeah. I think the new fad is like the um, the hot chicken. That That's like the new fad. The hot yeah. chicken strips and then the hot chicken. Yeah. So, yeah. Trill tenders. That'll be a... Uh, yeah, I, I'm interested in, in how they would, I don't know. I, I just feel like they would not. Look, when's the last time you had chicken tenders and said these are really good? <laughs> no, my no, my thing is, I wonder how how much better can you make chi- uh, chicken strips? You can't, man. <laughs> <laughs> even the best, like the best, like some at like Popeyes and shit. And even those are like, Okay, it's chicken strips, man. It's cool, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't get it. 
Tony Scott said, uh, if we want to get in shape with the gyms and juice team, what gym do we got to go to? Uh, I mean, Figgy, you 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 steady on the hell on the fitness tip too, probably more so than me right now. So where you been going to? Man, I go I go to the gym in my job in the job. So I go downstairs to the gym here. But um, I don't know, man. Maybe I should do some type of little workout thing. I look, I ain't no workout guru. I'm trying to <laughs> hey, I'm trying to get it where I can fit in too, man. <laughs> I'm trying to slim down too. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, maybe in the future we could uh, do like a, whatever Jim Jones be doing. Try to recruit every <laughs> hip hop artist to work out with him. <laughs> yeah, like a fitness. You could be a fitness influencer, man. Um, <laughs> me personally, I go. There's a gym pretty close to me, but they close pretty early, and then they have some weird hours on the weekend. So I also go to Crunch Fitness. That uh, is 24 hours, and it's only like 10 bucks a month. Um, and that's kind of replaced 24-hour fitness. I used to go to 24-hour fitness a lot, um, but the pandemic hit them pretty hard, and they closed down a lot of their shit. Mm-hmm. And even after before that, they were starting to not be 24 hours anymore. Like, yeah. they will close at 10. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Change the name then. Yeah. And then after the pandemic, a bunch of them shut down, and uh, some of them got converted to other gyms, and the ones that stayed open started closing earlier. Man. So I recommend if there's a crunch fitness or I don't know if uh, Planet Fitness is 24 hours, but crunch fitness, um, the one I go to is 24 hours. So mm-hmm. anytime you can fit in a workout, um, that's a good one to go to. Plus there's some baddies over at, there'd be baddies at, at crunch fitness, man. I can't lie. It's, yeah. it'd, be a lot it's of baddies. it'd be a lot of baddies at gyms, man. Because, yeah, like, oh, I, for sure. I go to the gym in, the, in, in our um, station building, so it's... I'm the only one being that gym, man. Yeah. Me, me and maybe one other person. So it's damn near my gym. Mm-hmm. But the one time I did go to um, Planet Fitness, I was just like, damn. damn. It, it was all. Yeah. Was all and they dr- and they, I see why people be getting caught on camera. <laughs> why, uh, trying to, you know, just kind of looking around. Look, man, like, it's man. the, 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 they be the dressed, fucking. They be dressed up to the T like they trying to show it off. No, for sure, man. Like the 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 tightness of the pants has gotten ridiculous now, Doug. Like they got the like the ass shaped out already before you put the shit on yeah. in these joggers, man. So yeah, I mean people gotta show up. Like what I do, I usually do weights in the morning because the gym is usually not as crowded. And I'll do cardio like around like five, six, because that's like the prime time. You can just <laughs> Do your yeah. cardio and have something to look at yeah. while you're doing cardio, man. So yeah. that's a nice little extra motivation and shit. Um, Tony Scott said, after Thanksgiving, let us know. Yeah, yeah. At this point, look, man. You might as well they, start with point, everybody you know, else, Wait till January yeah, at this point. With everybody else. <laughs> this, this is when everybody gives up, I've noticed. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, fuck it. The year's already almost over. I'm yeah. just going to, I'll, I'll and, get right next year. Yeah, and then plus you got Christmas right around the corner. Yeah. So you're not trying to you're not trying to work out uh start this health kick after Thanksgiving. Yeah. You like, man, Christmas right there too. I might as well wait till January. Yeah. That's why I usually try to go harder around this time because number one, it's gonna be this is probably the most empty the gyms will be yep. for the whole year. And you wanna get it in before the rush happens. So yeah. Yeah, generally a pretty good time to go to the gym, honestly, if you really want to get it in. 
But uh, yeah, I understand as well if you just like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> That's one goal I didn't hit this year. I'll do it in 2024. Fuck yeah. it. Pass, pass the grading. <laughs> so anyway, welcome to another... Ex- we're fucking 15 minutes in, didn't do the end show yet. <laughs> welcome to another edition of the Gems and Juice podcast. We are back on full effect, of course. Figgy Fig, Ryan Rocket. Going to give you the real and the raw. A lot going down this week we got to talk about, man. Um... Biggie, you gonna be at the the uh, fucking tailgate yep, tomorrow I'm, for the yep, game? Yeah, I'm gonna be out there. Yeah, I'm gonna be out there. Um, yeah, man, we gonna be in the orange lot. Figgy's tailgate takeover. So um, shout out to HEB. Yeah, and we gonna we gonna do our thing out there. I'm 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 kind of pumped, man. It felt like it been forever since I've been back at NRG because you had mm-hmm. to buy a week and then the away yeah. game. So uh, I kind of been liking the way this schedule been playing out. So it's like away game, home game, away game, home game, yep. away game, home game. So it's not twelve o'clock start every single week. Yep, yep. you ain't got to worry about no Thursday night game. Mm-hmm. So it been it it worked out pretty good. I know. I want to say in a couple weeks we going to hit a stretch where it's uh, three straight home games. But yeah. But I'm fine with that because I think that's the only straight, three straight home games, and then you got like back to back home games. But um, yeah, man, I'm super excited to get out there, man. I'm kind of ready for the season to end already, man. I'm already tired. <laughs> I'm already. No, we ain't even halfway so, through yet. Man. I know, man. <laughs> it's it's so draining though. It's, it's really draining when you you know be out there the whole time and then. Before you know it, it's just like eleven o'clock, and you already yeah. sweated out. So, I'm just I'm I am glad the weather kind of breaking a little bit, mm-hmm. so that make it a little easier. But yeah, man, it's, it's going. Now I feel you, man. Yeah. Um, oh, we gotta talk about this. Let Let's get all the tech, get all the Texans start talk <laughs> in first, because I like doing this before the people, the Texans people come in and they want to talk about it. And I can yeah. say, no, we already talked about it. Those are the podcast. Yeah, I was get our numbers up, man. I know. I was going to ask, did you want to wait to the end to talk about Hell it? Hell no. Or, we getting uh, it out the way now. All right. And so if you ain't here, yeah. tough listen, luck. Listen to it on the podcast or the stream. Yeah. Replay the stream. <laughs> <laughs> we could just hit them with the, we already talked about it vibe. But uh, and we got to talk about it, man. Um, now, I said on the last podcast, that since we are a fan base and people of extremes, that whoever won last week's game, the battle of the rookie quarterbacks, whoever won was the best draft pick of all time, and whoever lost was a bust. <laughs> well, unfortunately, the Houston Texans found a way to lose that game. Um, the offense looked pretty pathetic for most of the game. Uh, Bryce Young looked looked pretty good at times, man. Got to say, I think he'll be all right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the uh, the Carolina Panthers got their first win of the season off the backs of the Houston Texans. Man. Um, so, Figgy, has this changed? How you what you think about anything with the Texans, the coaching staff, the quarterback, the uh, offense, anything? Um, it kind of brought me back down to earth because I was a little bit on the high. Remember when we first started, um, before the season started and I said they'll probably win like four, maybe five games. Yeah. This is one of the reasons why, because it's a lot, like, I feel like they good when they can blow people out, but I feel like close games like this, 
it's, it's not always on the rookie head coach side or rookie quarterback side or rookie uh, play caller side. I think a lot of these games, if they keep a lot of close games like this, it might not go in the Texans' favor, man, because they're still young. They're still trying to figure it out. And um, Bobby Slower, the play caller, probably going to make some bad calls at times and stuff like that. So this is the reason why I, I said they might win maybe four or five games. I, I think I, I might have said four games. And um, it's going to be a lot of games like this, man. I, I think they all still trying to figure it out. It's the first year. But um, the games before that, though, man, I feel like that got us pretty hyped where I felt like they could beat anybody. CJ looked good. But um, to me, I think this is the reality of it. I think it's going to be a couple more games like this, to be honest, where we're going you know, to criticize them. We're going to say they should have called a timeout here. He should have ran the ball there. It's going to be a bunch of that. And I think this was one of those games. The Atlanta game was one of those games, uh, a game they easily could have won or probably should have won. I ain't going to say easily, but a game they probably should have won, and it didn't happen. So um, I wouldn't say it changed anything. I still think CJ going to be good. I still think D'Amico going to be good. I think, I think the team going to be good going forward, but – you got to remember, man, it's a rookie play caller, it's a rookie head coach, it's a rookie uh, quarterback. And stuff like this going to happen, and I think it just brought me da- back down to earth. Yeah, I think uh, I think we was riding a little too high. Got a yeah. little too big for our bridges. Yeah. Um, and I knew, like, at some point we're going to lose a game like this. You yeah. know, lose a game against a bad team. Um, now, what I really hope, like, the Carolina Panthers got to beat at least one more team this year, man. Because imagine if that's the only team they beat. They go and one the only win they get this whole season is off the Houston Texans. Yeah. That'll be really embarrassing. So I hope they can beat somebody else. It was popping. They was celebrating like they won the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> In the locker room. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just hope this isn't the only game the, the Panthers win. Um, hopefully they can get something going, but I think it's it, it it was what you said it was. It was like a a soul to soul, as I call it, a soul to soul game. It came back to life and back to reality. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, I don't think like I, a lot of people overreacting as usual. Of course. Look, man, I, I gotta keep telling people it's the first year, man. It's the first year, uh, first time play caller, first time head coach. And the first time uh, a rookie quarterback, man, stuff like this is going to happen. So, um, you know, yeah, it suck. I feel like they should be in a playoff picture. And, you know, in a perfect world, I would love to, for them to make the playoffs. That would be great. But this, look, man, they got to learn somewhere, man. They'll come in being all pros. You got to learn somewhere. So um, I think people should be excited next next season for sure. Hopefully, um, Nick Casario spend a little bread um, and free agency, get some real free agents, not no little one-year deal type of over-the-hill guys. Maybe you could make a big splash or something like that and actually be contending for a playoff spot or something like that. But, um, yeah, man, I think people just need to realize it's, it's the first year for everybody. So, you know, they ain't going to come out looking like the Chiefs. So, but it, it, I was on a high, man. I ain't gonna lie. I was on a high. They beat Pittsburgh. They beat 
they beat Jacksonville. Yeah. So I'm thinking like, okay, <laughs> like we got something now. But um, it's the first year, man. So I, I got to get back down to <laughs> get back down to earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think we all are. Now, who do you got in this next game? They're playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, who aren't that great. They're below 500. They're three and four, I think, right now. Yeah. And um, also, they're playing at home. The Texans seem to play a lot better at home than they do on the road. So who do you have in this upcoming game? Man, this is tough, man, because I, I know the records show that um, the Tampa Bay Bucks ain't that good. But they they better than what a lot of people thought, man. Baker yeah. Mayfield, still the star quarterback. It looked like his job is not in question. So he's been playing all right. And uh, their, their defense is pretty good, too. I don't know. I, I, I don't I think the Texans might lose this game, man. I, th- I think they might lose this game. It seems like stuff is kind of coming down to earth. You got injuries and all that stuff. Yeah, Damian Pierce is out. Yeah, so um, yeah, so I think I think they probably gonna lose this game. I think it's gonna be a close game. It might be similar to the last game, um, where low scoring and all that stuff. The offense don't look that efficient, mm-hmm. but um, I think they go, I think they're gonna drop this game, man. I think they might take it. Um, mm-hmm. It seems like the uh, the team that's good at responding to losses, they just can't keep momentum going from a win. Mm. And they're playing at home. Um, I don't know. I just feel like the offense will look a lot better on Sunday. Okay. Um, now, I, I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any means. Um, but I think the Texans might edge them out. You know, I, 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 I'm kind of feeling like the Texans will win this one. But if they don't, um, who, who do they play? Who's next on the schedule? Cincinnati. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you got Cincinnati, and then you got Arizona, who pretty much tanking, but you can't – like, looking at this schedule, you can't say all of these teams, oh, the Texans should beat them. It's either – it's a toss-up, Yeah. Man. I mean, the schedule isn't – I wouldn't call this a tough schedule for the rest of the season, Um, but – I, I just I, feel I like if, I, they, if, I, they, I if think, they lose this one, I feel like – this could be like the beginning of a, a dangerous skid. Yeah. So I feel like they kind of need to win this next game, man, because I feel like we've seen this happen where the, you think the team is going to look good and then just loss after loss piles up and, and they can't seem to get out that funk. The yeah. offense just can never seem to get going in any game anymore. And that's what I'm worried about. So I feel like it's kind of now or never. They need to pull this game out. Because, yeah. you know, they're going to lose against the Bengals. Let's be real. And um, you got Arizona after that. You got Jacksonville again. And they look yeah. like a totally different team from the last time they lost, which you yeah. was against the Texans. Yeah. They look, yeah. They look good. Um, you got Denver, New York Jets, Tennessee, who kind of look scary, look like they got a quarterback. So. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's that's the other thing too, man. Uh, Tennessee, I thought they were going, I thought they going to be tanking, but they put Will Levis in and he looked all right. <laughs> he looked like he could carry a little something. So yeah, uh, man, that's why I was. Else. Everybody was. I, I just that's what made me nervous when everybody was really quick to call C.J. Stroud like 
the best rookie of the season, rookie quarterback of the season. I'm like, after what, three games, man, we making that decision, dog? Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not ready to call anything like that. But yeah, I feel like I feel like things could quickly go off a cliff if the Texans lose this next game at home, man. So they, they got to find a way to pull it out. Um, and we'll see how it goes, man. I don't know. I'm yeah. um, looking forward to the game. We'll see how it goes. Figgy Fig will be there, of course, doing his tailgate thing. Make sure you say what's up to him if you out there. And yeah, let's see. Let's see what happens, man. Let's uh roll the dice. Yeah. Um, so let's let's get into some topics and music and shit, man. We'll talk about the Rockets and all that shit later with the NBA. Uh we'll save that for later. I don't feel like getting into it right now. Anyway, some new music job, man. Megan Thee Stallion came back. She made her official comeback. I guess she technically already came back with the feature with uh, Cardi B. Quiet is kept. Is it me or did that, 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 did, that did, 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 did that song flop pretty hard? Not only did that song flop, I don't even think it flopped. It, it just... It just dropped and that was went. Yeah. Yeah. I heard it that one time and it w- I, I was not a fan of that song. And I don't know if that yeah. song, I don't know if that song was like in the tuck for a little a little bit, but that's nah, I, nah, that song ain't do nothing, man. And it's it's funny too listening to other people um that was talking about that song when that song dropped. Um because you could hear like the New York bias of that song. Mm-hmm. We're just like, oh no, that song gonna be everywhere. Oh, I can see people. That- <laughs> it's just like, man, like no, that that song is not it, man. <laughs> and you could tell it sound. Um, I don't, I always use the word too produced, which which means it it sound like a, a like a, a a fake ratchet type of song. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, nah, like how can people relate to that? Like it's one thing just listening to the song, but I don't know if you've seen the video. But the video, to me, I felt like it didn't match the song at all. Yeah, and it was too, <laughs> it was too much, man. It was like, too Met Gala-ish. Yeah, <laughs> it was too much. They was forcing the lesbian angle yeah. a little too hard, man. I'm like, all right. Yeah, like, when you hear that song, I want to see some ass twerking. Mm-hmm. I want to see, like, the biggest ass of all time just twerking <laughs> back and forth when you hear that song. And it... it they didn't give me that in that video, man, where I was just like, nah, you could tell somebody wrote that and they're way bigger than what they used to be. They passed that ratchet stage. So let's put let's put on this nice looking summer dress and twirl around in it. So I'm like, yeah, nah, this song ain't it. Yeah, I feel like uh, WAP was like their best of both worlds. Yeah. And that song was like their best of both worlds, too. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Some shit that people forgot about already Yeah <laughs> So Yeah But anyway Megan Thee Stallion is back She released a new single called Cobra You know She talked It's kind of more of a You would think Listening to the beat It would be more of like a You know A, a, a typical Megan Thee Stallion Twerk song Talking talking shit But the lyrics are more Personal I guess Of what she's been going through yeah. um, The past year or so she talks about being depressed. She talks about, um, like, basically wanting to kill herself. She talks about um, walking in to somebody, uh, allegedly, assumedly, party, Partisan yeah. Fontaine, her supposedly ex-boyfriend. I don't know if they officially 
broke up. I, I guess she was I, dating I, Lukaku. Yeah, so I, think, I guess they're officially broken yeah, up. Yeah, I think they did break up. Um, and, so yeah. I never saw any statement by the PR people. So, but I guess they officially yeah. broke up. And um, she mentioned something about walking in on him, uh, getting his dick sucked in the same place they sleep or something like that or catching him or something like that. Basically, basically allegedly cheated. Yeah. And I think he posted a a, a, a a meme on his IG story of that future video saying it's an evil world we live in. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe there's some more that happened that he don't want to talk about right now. But anyway, um, yeah, it's more of a personal song, despite the beat and you know the danceable flow. Um, a lot, the video release as well. A lot of artsy, a lot of ass, um, you know, a lot of symbolism and what have you. So yeah, Figgy, what do you think about this comeback single from Megan Thee Stallion, Houston's very own? Um, so let me be clear, I didn't hear the song. Oh no, I didn't. Yeah, I uh, I heard. Just say you hate women and go. <laughs> <laughs> you damn misogynist. Yeah. yeah. So when I turned this song on, I um I heard the first part of it, and the beat through the beat and the lyrics kind of threw me off a little bit. Where I'm like, wait a minute, she's not rapping about what she usually rap about on this beat. And so uh, I wasn't in the right place in mind because I had to sit down and listen. This is something. Yeah. This is something I can't just throw on and and not pay attention just by my head. I gotta like listen to what she's saying because it it could be some stuff in there. I I ain't know if it was some Tory shots in there. No pun intended. Mm. Uh, I ain't you know past relationships. We heard the uh, little the party thing. So um, this was something I'm like I gotta sit down and listen to it and look at the lyrics to see who the hell she talking about. But. As far as the song, I think this is something she needed, man. Because a lot of people, um, it's, it seems like it's a lot of artists that don't really address the stuff they're going through, especially yeah. in a high-profile uh, situation like this. And I felt like she'd been gone for a minute, and never really, she never really said anything about it. And I felt like this was the perfect way to do it. Just come out... Um, you know, rap. A lot of people say she rap about the same thing. Well, she didn't on this one. Mm-hmm. It was the total opposite. And uh, I think there's something she needed, man. I, I'm sure she probably feel better just getting it out there like that, just rapping. Just just put it on wax and do your thing. And um, yeah, I think, I think this is something she needed to do to move forward. Now, I don't expect her to make a whole album like this or Hell, make another song like this. I don't know. Maybe she got a Tory song somewhere. I don't know. But um, I think one of these songs was must needed for her. And um, if she go back to the the old Meg, uh, uh, you know, rapping about twerking and all that stuff, then I'm I'm fine with it. But I'm glad she put this out. I think this is something she needed. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, it's a cool song. Um, I mean, I probably won't go back to it, to be honest, but it was a cool song. Lyrically, you know, I think she's one of the best women. You know, people want to give Sexy Red and Glorilla and people like that credit. I feel like Megan is really the only person who's really, really rapping, if we want to be honest right now, man. Everybody else is kind of more basic with it. Um, But you can tell she's more of a student of the rap game, and she actually tries to put meaning and thought behind her lyrics. 
Um, so yeah, I thought it was a cool video. Of course, I didn't mind the visuals. I liked it very much. Some people were upset about it because they're they're saying, oh, why is she talking about being depressed but got her ass out and, and popping pussy and all that? And I'm like, look, man, would you even have paid attention if she was just in a black dress <laughs> like yeah. or some shit? Should she be in a Come suit? Come on, man. <laughs> exactly. She she could be depressed and still feel sexy, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how women work. but She's talking about like, how she was depressed. Exactly. The stuff she went through. <laughs> <laughs> people were just calling her look and here's the problem man um and i guess the issue that megan faces is that people just don't like her that's, you know and i feel like is. i i feel like her haters are way bigger and more numerous than her stands online you yeah. know i think she has a few stands some hotties but not many and there's a lot of people who just don't like her yeah, you know, yeah, and and they don't really want to say why they don't like her because they'll be pointed out for being an asshole, but really it's because of the Tory shit. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people. It was a lot of people back when she was hot that always found something negative to say about her, but yeah. they couldn't be as loud because she was hot, and mm-hmm. you'll get jumped on. But I think the problem now is, um, you know, you mentioned. It's not many hotties online that's probably out there defending her or, you know, coming to her defense. That's because I, I feel like they might have died off a little bit because, she, I mean, what was her what was her last hot single? And, and like, I don't want to say she's sitting there fading away, but, you know, I feel like she, I, I feel like if she had some blazing hot singles or something like that, I feel like they, they'll still be around. But you know she went go. You know she got low for a little bit because of the obvious situation, and they just not around. Is more Tory stands than anything. Yeah. So you got the Tory stands on top of the people that didn't care for for from the beginning. So now they're even louder because of the Tory situation, and now they saying, "See, see, that's why I never like her." See. So it's 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 terrible, man. I I really feel bad for her, man. I do because, too. Because all I too. I all, mean, all the stuff be, she went through, man, it's just like, yeah. damn, man. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, she does have a, she does have a machine behind her. She's gotten good opportunities, and like, I don't think her career is dead by any means. I'm not saying that. Nah. Not- um, but I also feel like, you know, the even the people who defend her online and and will actually argue for her aren't really listening to her music like that. You know, I just don't think, you know, she's going to be, you know, Sexy Red kind of just took over, man. And now I feel like, you know, it's unfortunate that really only one woman can be hiding rap at a time. But it kind of feels like that, man. And right now she kind of has that spot. And Megan, you know, she will have, you know, people who who like her and will defend her. But I don't think it's going to equate to like, a lot of sales or streams or anything like that. But yeah, the the uh, I guess the women rap scene is so weird, man. Because yeah, obviously when you look at the guys, is anybody can be king, everybody can eat. But with the women, it seemed like when one person get discovered and they actually make a couple slaps, then everybody go to that side mm-hmm. and push that person up and just say <laughs> f the other person. And it's like, why you can't like both? <laughs> why you can't champion both? It's like one get hot, 
and we all run to that side and say, hey, yeah. she's the best. And then once we find somebody else, we run to that side, oh, that person's the best now. This per- Ain't nobody listening to that other person. It's like one day you're hot, the next day people don't even know you. It also doesn't help that some of the biggest names always find a way to beef with each other. You know, so for example, you really can't be a Nicki Minaj and Cardi B fan, at least not online. Yeah, you have to pick a side, man, because they are at constant war with each other online. You can't be a Cardi fan and a Nicki fan. You got to choose. Yeah. Um, Even though they're two of the biggest names in rap, really, in the past ten years or so. So, I mean, that's the thing as well. There's there's always going to be some kind of beef between these artists too. So. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's just rap in general, I guess. But yeah, yeah. shout out to Meg. Hopefully she, uh, I don't know, just has a fruitful career, can drop yeah. a good album. I know she's trying to get out this 1501 thing. So hopefully that all gets resolved and settled. So yeah, she look good too, man. She, she does, man. Yeah, like she nice and slim. <laughs> yeah, I was worried she was going to get that Doja Cat body where she just <laughs> lost way too much weight and got skinny everywhere and lost all the ass but nah she still has a lot of ass man yeah yeah. her her stomach is just crazy toned right now so yeah (laughs) and shout out to her man yeah she look like she in a good space yep um i also heard a uh benny the butcher song with lil wayne on it um heard heard that that too man lil wayne kill it as every time i think it was alchemist b2 yeah well and see that's why Somebody, at least rap-wise, somebody like a Lil Wayne to me is always going to be above somebody like a Drake. I know uh, we've been shitting on Drake a lot yeah. <laughs> in the past few weeks, man. Yeah. But I have to say, man, like the fact that he can get on tracks like that and and kill it. Yeah. And you really don't see Drake do much, do stuff like that, man. He don't really step out of his comfort zone in terms of like, you know... Getting getting in with the grimy shit, even though I know he likes it. You yeah. know, he talks about watching rap battles and being a fan of that. We know he's a fan of that type of music, but he don't really step in that arena. And yeah. Lil Wayne ain't scared to step in with anybody. Yeah, he will step in. He always kills it. Yeah, yeah. That's one thing I like about Lil Wayne, man. I feel like he don't care who it is. Mm-hmm. He going to bring his A game. It's, it seems like it's never no politics or... No, nah, don't put this song out, or I ain't signed off on this. He got on a song with Benny the Butcher, man. <laughs> and and probably one of his better verses, man. Yeah. Like, he sound like he was not on no drugs, no nothing. Mm-hmm. It was clean. He was pronunciating. Pronunciating. <laughs> he was doing all that, man. Where I'm like, yeah. dang, I ain't hear Wayne. It felt like I ain't hear Wayne like this in a long time. Yeah, no, I've said I've said on the podcast before, man, I think he's technically a better rapper now than he's ever been. You yeah. know, like when he's really on it, he's way better than he's been before. When people, all the punchlines and shit, that he don't really do that no more. And his lines, it, it's just his execution, his flow, everything is on point, man. Yeah. So I think, I personally think he's a better rapper now than he's ever been. He's just not as hot anymore. So he's not going to make the Billboard number one singles anymore. But, yeah. you know, rap-wise, he's definitely, uh, he's not falling off rap-wise, man. I got to say that much. Yeah. Um, now, with that being said, we can transition that into a topic, I guess. Let's let's play this clip, man, because uh, Cole, J. Cole was doing a uh, podcast with Lil Yachty. 
Um, Lil Yachty has a show, I think. Um, and he had J. Cole on there. And they talked about his, um, uh, the J, they talked about Joe Budden's comments. And Joe Budden basically said um, during his album review of the Drake album um, that, you know, J. Cole washed Drake bad on that first person shooter song. Yeah. And he was basically talking about how, you know, Drake didn't show up for it and all that. And Lil Yachty, you could tell he was trying to shoot some bail by alleging that uh, Joe Budden had a, a, some beef with Drake and that kind of tainted his view. And Cole talked about that verse as well, man. So let's play this clip from the podcast and, and hear what they had to say about it. Joe Budden with First Person Shooter. It felt like there was already a personal vendetta towards Drake, which made it a thing to where it was like, oh, Drake got washed, all Drake may not be that guy. Not looking at it from a standpoint of man, I think what, I, personally, I think what his verse contributed to that song made it, made it the song it is, it mm-hmm. gave it the energy. Mm-hmm. And I also hate how people think like, uh, like, if, like if Cole and Drake get on the song together, it's like they gotta be trying to like outwrap each other and shit. Like, I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. In that moment, he chose the song over the competition and what they gonna say, boom, boom, boom. Drake ain't looking at it like, I'm gonna take Cole fucking head off at some point. Don't think he's not looking at it like, nah, we just gonna make the bet. Nah, he come from that cloth. Yeah. So, That's so true. he, at some point in time, he gonna want his lick back. Now, to be fair, that that clip looked like it was kind of edited. So I don't know the full context of the conversation. Um, but it seems like Cole was basically agreeing with Joe Budden. Yeah, that's what I got from it. <laughs> that's what I got from it. And it seemed like Cole, to, uh, not Cole, but it seemed like Drake is not that type of person that would get on a song with him and be like, you know what? I'm gonna uh I'm gonna do some I'm gonna be in a different vibe right here. Yeah. I'm not trying to outrap anybody. I'm gonna sing on this one. Or, you know, I'm gonna rap sing on this one. He don't seem like that type of person. I would get that vibe from like a, um, to me, I, I feel like an Andre 3000 will pull some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Or uh, a Kendrick will pull pull some shit like that at, at a certain extent. But um, yeah, I, I, when Joe said that, I ain't think, I ain't felt like he, he was hating or he only saying that because uh, um, he got some issues with Drake or anything. I, I feel like, that that's that was the perfect time, like, and there ain't got to be no like beef, beef when you you know rapping against somebody or something like that. But have the better verse, man. Everybody do that. I used to do that. We used to like, I used to be on the same song with this guy, and we used to always try to have the better verse, even though we were like on the same like on the same team. We would always try to have the better verse, man. That's just natural competition if you come from that cloth. And Drake come from that cloth. But I thought it was funny. <laughs> J. Cole pretty much confirmed that. <laughs> saying, I mean, any, anybody who has ears and listens to rap could could tell that J. Cole got the better on that ver- on that song, man. What was funny is uh, hearing Joe Budden break that down. And, um, you know, J. Cole's first verse was strong. It was just like, oh, mm-hmm. shit. And then Drake, <laughs> Drake verse was kind of like, meh. And, yeah. then, and then Joe Budden made the comment of like, oh, oh, he ain't trying to go there. Oh, he he ain't trying to go there. So let me throw a little something different in there then. 
since he don't, he don't want to go there like that. And I, I thought that was accurate, man, <laughs> because have you ever been somewhere and um, I guess you're supposed to work with somebody on something and you come in strong and they don't really come in that strong and you're like, oh, dang, I, mm-hmm. I, let me just take it easy then. <laughs> I, let me leave these strong ideas to the side then because um, it seemed like it's not that big of a deal and I came in with it like it's a big deal. It seemed like J. Cole kind of approached it like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and here's, uh, to be fair, I think Lil Yachty has a point because I think people in general have gotten a little too corny with the who killed who in in rap. You know, I've I've seen people try to debate who had the better verse on Miss Jackson by OutKast or or some (laughs) shit like uh, uh, that storytelling, the artist storytelling or some shit. And I'm like, dog, these are songs with actual concepts. It's not them trying to have the best verse. It's actually a song about something. Yeah. And I actually thought that way about, even though this is the go-to example of somebody getting killed on their own shit, Jay-Z, Eminem, Renegade. Yeah. Now, of course, Eminem went crazy on that fucking song, man. But I always felt like Jay-Z, they were trying to, it was a song about their life, man. They were talking about, like, the reception they got in the media, how they've been talked about and critiqued. Like, it was a song with an actual concept behind it. It wasn't just, you know, a, a New York cypher freestyle yeah. battle type, like the, a, a song by the locks or something, man. Yeah. You know, it was an actual song with some meaning behind it. But to be fair, he did get murdered, man. So I can't take any way, anything from people who, who say that. But yeah. I was, I didn't think it was that bad because I didn't think it was that type of song where they were trying to outrap each other. Yeah. Do you feel like where did that concept? Come? Do you feel like that concept came from Nas just by yes. listening in the song? And, and I'm I wasn't around like I was young when when Blueprint dropped, man. So I wasn't around mm-hmm. the hip hop discussions. Maybe everybody was saying, "Ooh, Jay Z got killed on his own shit." But Ether, when he dropped that line about Eminem killing him on his own shit, is when it really blew up to me. Yeah, that's when they, everybody just started saying Eminem killed him, and that narrative whole that whole narrative started. Yeah, because I remember I was young when the song came out too, but um, I remember being around my young friends and other people saying how Eminem killed that verse. It wasn't yeah. like a competition thing, like oh he killed Jay Jay Z on that song. It was more of a damn. Skip the Eminem part, or let's get the Eminem part. <laughs> remember, remember when somebody had a, a verse that cold, we would wait for the other verse. Yeah, yeah. So it was always like that, but it, I mean, that was kind of the uh, the 2000s. That was the 90s and 2000s when you want to hear um, a favorite artist like Eminem on a song with Jay-Z, and you can't wait to hear him on the verse. And, and honestly, that's normal, man. I, yeah. I, I say this all the time. If you're featured on my song, you should have the better verse. Mm-hmm. I should if I if I got a better verse than somebody that's featured that I paid for to be on my song, that's not a good sign to me. And I used to always tell people that when I was rapping, when I used to try to work with other artists and they'd try to charge me or something like that. And I'm like, I'm not about to pay, I'm not about to pay you. And I had a better verse than you. <laughs> you know what I mean, to me, to me, that didn't make any sense. I'm like, oh, like, like I'm better than you, <laughs> so I I wanted to work with you because I like you and I, you know, I like your music and stuff. But like, don't try to disrespect me and make me pay. And 
your verse ain't even gonna be better than mine or up there with mine. So um, I thought I thought it was fair that ha- that somebody like Eminem should go go off on a Jay Z song, but I yeah. think it started with the Nas thing, man. It did, and, and it kind of snowballed from there, man. And to be fair, there are some posse cuts from like New York artists, like fucking Bam from TV, um, some Big Punch, where everybody is just rapping and they're. There's no kind of the best verse. Like yeah. some slaughterhouse shit. See, Joe Budden comes from that too. Yeah, slaughterhouse, slaughterhouse shit. Everybody was yeah. trying to have the best verse. Man. Yeah, even lock, the locks, they kind of come from yeah. that cloth too, where they, I think they actually said it, how they always go in trying to have the best verse. Mm-hmm. It's always a competition between Or Jay Z and Cameron on Welcome to New York City, man, where we yeah. know they were trying to top each other. Pause. Yeah. So, uh, but to be, to counter what uh, Lil Yachty said, this was not one of those songs where they were just trying to be, you know, all friendly and shit. Even in the song, they talked about who's the best and who's the GOAT. Yeah. Like, they were kind of going at each other in the lyrics. Yeah. So you can't say, uh, they, they were just trying to make, Jake, Drake was just trying to make a good song. Yeah. Nah, man, he knows what this is. He knows what people would say. He's smart. Yeah. Okay, he knows the, the public dialogue and how it goes. And he, he just got, he got, he got beat. Yeah, man. Some of the some of the lyrics he he said this one. There's a line that I still can't get over because I had no idea what the fuck he was talking about, and it took me a while to finally get. I actually, look, I think I looked it up and I was like, I get it now. He says something like, "Like a kid that act bad from January to November, nigga, it's just you and Cole." I had no idea what the fuck that oh, okay. meant at first, man. Oh, and then it took it. me, oh, okay, Christmas, you get Cole. What a yeah. stretch that shit was. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's the best you come up with on a song with J. Cole. Yeah. And and that's that's the best uh punchline <laughs> metaphor thing you could come up with. Uh yeah, he 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 got washed, man. It is what it is. Drake knows it. He knows what this game is. And the little Yachty was just trying to shoot him some bail because that's his that's his friend. Yeah. You know, and I get it. But yeah. I think. You know, when when people say that Joe Budden is a, uh, you know, he he doesn't like Drake, I feel like they're only watching the clips, man. Because like we've said on the podcast, like he he liked the album, yeah, <laughs> and he's really a low key Drake's, not even low key. He's a Drake stand, man. Yeah, it was he loves Drake's music. It was one time I think they were waiting on that Scissor record to drop. They were actually on the podcast sitting there counting it down. <laughs> so they can play it. I'm just like, what the f-? Like, who else would do something like that to a Drake song? Yeah. A, a high-profile platform like that ain't going to sit there and count down a, a, a release to uh, to listen to it. So, yeah, people just watching the clips. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. To, to say that he, he said that because he didn't like Drake, everybody was saying that online without Joe Bunn's opinion. That uh, that Cole washed him, man. Okay, yeah. it wasn't just Joe Budden saying that. So it is like they knew what it was, man. And I don't want to hear the excuses. Like the Astros, man. All y'all fans out there, I don't want to hear excuses. Take the L. Get well, them next it, time. It wasn't nobody at the parade. <laughs> <laughs> Our parade was more lit. Why y'all talking about the Astros when y'all won a World Series? Why y'all doing this and that, man? Yeah, Take the L. Next yeah. season. Yeah. 
Uh, what up, Tab? See you in the YouTube comments, man. What up, Tab? What's it's been up, a while, Tab? man. What's going on, Tab? Hope you're doing well, dog. Tab doing this thing with his YouTube channel and all that stuff, too. Talking sports. Gotta check it out, man. Yeah. <laughs> gotta drop a sub in there. So, yeah, that that does it the uh the J. Cole discourse, I guess. Um let, have you been watching this Kai Sinat jail live stream, man? I have every day I see some new celebrities up in there. Hey, I have been watching it, man. It, it, no, this really had me intrigued, man. Because um to me, I felt like this is something I never seen before. And uh somebody like that, I wasn't familiar with him up until he um tried to give a out a riot. Yeah, pretty much <laughs> caused a riot, got charged with causing a riot. <laughs> um, that was my first time ever hearing about him. But I've been kind of keeping up with him just to kind of see what he talk about and stuff, man. Because eventually I want us to get there. Yeah. But, um, man, dog, I got to give it to him, man. That was impressive. That was something totally different. Uh, that was something I never seen. It's not just sitting in front of a computer, just um, yeah. talking, talking shit. But, um, dog, he he actually went, he, he had a whole jail type of vibe. With uh, I don't know those actors or I'm sure probably friends and actors and all that stuff, but being in there for seven days, streaming for seven days and kind of going with the whole jail thing, I thought that was super creative. I think the only thing I wish he could have did, and he he might end up doing it again some some point, but um, I think way I think bigger celebrities should have got in on this, like a little yeah. more street rappers, because you had uh, Drewski in there. I heard. I heard Offset was supposed to make an appearance, but I guess he didn't like the album review. Uh, I guess uh, Word on the Street is Kai gave him a bad album review. Mm. So he kind of um, flaked out on it or something. I don't oh, know. Damn. I don't know if that was true or not, but just imagine watching that stream and then you see somebody like a. Um, damn, I'm trying to think of somebody that been to jail before or something. <laughs> Some type of rapper that, uh, uh, known street rapper. BG. <laughs> yeah. BG go right back in. Oh, uh, no. I know he trying to stay out of there, man. <laughs> he been in there for 14 years. I know he trying yeah. to stay there. But let's say somebody like, oh, Jeezy released the album today. Yeah. Uh, let's say somebody like a Jeezy come in there and just kind of, oh, and then they, it's kind of like an unofficial interview where he just like spitting wisdom and all this other stuff. Or um, I was gonna say Rick Ross. He could come mm. in as the CEO. Or something. Yeah, that would be hilarious. <laughs> but um, I think that's a good idea, man. I think I think right now uh, a lot of people are kind of lacking creativity because when you look online, it's the same thing. It's the is is um, now. I feel like the flavor of the month now is the dry humor type of interviews, mm-hmm. and um, it seems like everybody trying to do that now. But I thought that I thought that was genius for him to uh, do something like that, and you know, bring in somebody like a Drewski. I, I forgot who else was in there, but um, I thought it was super dope, man. Um, I don't know what else you can do with that, but salute to him, man. That was super creative, man. Yeah, I mean, there are some streamers doing some creative things, man. I saw a dude a few weeks ago. Um, he was a small time streamer. But he did a, a a stream where he like locked himself in his closet for seven days straight, and he streamed himself. And if you donated money, you can like fuck with them. 
Like you could you could shoot ping pong balls at him while he tried to sleep. You could play music nonstop and sound alerts. Like it was crazy, man. I don't I don't know what how he didn't go insane. I think he actually did the whole thing. Damn. But this was 24 hours, seven day stream, man, where he was just in the chat was, was of course just trolling him nonstop. You know, yeah. so he's getting you see him trying to sleep and he's getting hit by these ping pong balls and all this music is playing. So how and did shit. that hurt? Uh, how did that work? Like, how do you get hit with the ping pong balls? So, like, he had it rigged up. Okay. So, I guess, no alert. Like, they, they they find some way to do these things with these streams, man, where if you, if you uh, uh, like, an alert will trigger something okay. on your stream thing. Mm. So, I guess he rigged it somehow. So, how if you get this notification, then this thing will happen. So, mm. I don't know. It seemed crazy, though. So, I don't know how he did it. But people do these stunts all the time. And it's pretty creative, man, at least in a see how crazy people can get with these ideas sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But uh, salute to uh, Kai. This, uh, the funny part about this, though, whenever somebody come in, like somebody like somebody new come in, uh, mm-hmm. it's just like, a, I don't, I don't want to say just like a jail because I've never been, but as uh, soon as somebody come walk in, fresh meat, fresh meat, oh, fresh meat, fresh meat. <laughs> and then they like kind of gang up on them a little bit. Yeah. And um, it was one group. I wasn't familiar with the group. But the other one like, hey, let's get my gang in this bitch. And then they all start like fighting and rumbling. <laughs> and you can tell it was f- fake, but mm-hmm. it was just hilarious. Like, I don't know why they had me glued like that. But um, it was just something different, man. Something, something. It's not just sitting watching somebody at a computer desk. Yeah. But um, it was cool, man. And the dude only 21, mm-hmm. which is wild, man. But salute to him, man. I thought that was, I thought that was funny. Yeah, I'm surprised. I, I I haven't seen any think pieces yet, but I wonder if anybody wrote any I thought- about why, like the youngest, <laughs> one of the youngest people that's in the entertainment game got to do a prison stream and yeah. our kids look up to him and kids are watching these streams and yeah. shit like that. I, I wonder if people had a think piece about that. I thought somebody was going to do that at one point. And um, I was listening to the, um, I was actually listening to the Joe Bud podcast. And they brung it up, and I thought they was gonna say that was, you know, that was cringy. Uh, why you gotta act like you in prison? But they were just like, hey, it's movies like this, like it's, yeah. it's all type of stuff like this. What's, you know, it was actually entertaining. <laughs> so, um, yeah, um, they ain't really they they actually liked it. So uh, I I thought I was gonna see a little more stuff trying to say how ignorant it is and all this other stuff. But I thought it was I thought it was genius. The only thing I'm worried about though, I don't like like I know you can't do anything about it, but these big old, you know, record labels or white companies, the one thing I don't want to see is them capitalizing off of that and you know saying, hey, let's get this rapper to be the face of this type of stream and we make all the money off of it and they make a little uh, penny off of it type of thing where we see all of these streams or shows about being in jail, where it's just like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, do something different. Like, I'm not mad at the, um, you know, the jail thing, but I don't want to see 20 of them because you think that's yeah. all we want to see. So that's the only thing I'm a little worried about. Yeah, yeah. And the clout thing in general, man, how some of these people are just trying to do ignorant shit. That's one thing I'm really annoyed with, seeing people doing ignorant shit for... Uh, 
try to try to get a big name on YouTube and try to get clicks and views and shit on TikTok and all that. Yeah. Like that dude, I think it was here in Houston where the dude was like just walking to the people and punching them in the back of the head. Oh yeah, I seen you that. See that shit? TikTok, yeah. He just went to the park and like punched multiple people in the back of the head. He had a gun on him too. And yeah. <laughs> they interviewed him afterwards. He was like, yeah, I- I'm young. I make mistakes. People make mistakes. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and then he said, I ain't know it's going to blow up like this. <laughs> I mean, you was hoping it would. <laughs> like, not what? that way. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I ain't know it's going to turn out the, like this. The, like, what did you think was going to happen? The pranks, all that shit, I'm not cool with, man. I don't like that at all. The prank culture and streams and shit, I don't, I don't like that. Yeah. But yeah, it, it was creative of Kai to do that. So it was good look getting people in, other people involved too. So um, Tab says he's good, just busy. I feel you, man. A lot going on. End of the year. Got to get that hustle on, man. I feel yeah. you. <laughs> um, Brad Spoon has a question for you, Figgy. He says, I need a professional's opinion. Can I order 30 egg rolls and take them to a tailgate? Or is that lame? Now we gotta ask the tailgate pro here, Figgy Fig, man. Yeah. What do you think about taking 30 egg rolls to a tailgate? Uh, I don't think that's lame. I don't think that's lame because I've been to a bunch of tailgates and a lot of them have certain themes, and um some people just have just a boatload of food, man. So I don't think that's lame at all, man. I don't think it's a because I think I think egg rolls is a good finger food too. So um, the one thing I learned at the tailgate, man, it's easier having a lot of finger foods and something you could just pick up and eat. But um, yeah, I, I, the egg roll is kind of random, though. I wonder what, what make you want to just take some random egg rolls. But I think it's cool, man. Yeah, take some egg rolls to it. You can't go wrong with egg rolls, man. You ever met anybody who didn't like egg rolls? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You really can't go wrong with that, man. So yeah, and yeah they, I, I don't see. I wrong. like how they spicing up the egg rolls too, man. Because mm-hmm. especially black folks, you got like the, um, you got the, um, what, what kind of egg roll? You got like the uh, Philly cheesesteak egg rolls. You got like corned beef egg rolls. You got all mm-hmm. these different unique egg rolls now. <laughs> it's some boudin egg rolls, man. Yeah. Or some dirty rice egg rolls. I saw a nigga. I saw a dude that uh, on on Twitter earlier this week who was eating a chitlin pizza. Sidebar. I know. I don't know what the fuck that was, man. Oh my god, man! It looked disgusting, man. And this dude was like, I swear, like four hundred plus pounds too. Oh my god! Eating a chitlin pizza. Goodness. <laughs> disgusting. Disgusting. Uh, Some of y'all taking it too far. But... Disgusting Justin. <laughs> man. Oh man. So yeah, the figgy fig has ruled it not corny to take egg 30 egg rolls, man. So yeah. so be at peace, Spoon. Go yeah, ahead they, and bring your egg rolls. Yeah, they man. might, they might take them all, man, to be honest. No, they probably will. You wouldn't believe like <laughs> something like that, that shit will fly off. So yeah, take take some of those. Yeah, yeah, go ahead and do it, man. Um, other news. Uh, we gotta talk about some NBA news. A lot happened. Um, James Harden was uh, once again, James Harden 
Uh, Tony Scott says he needs to come to gyms and juice workout weekend. Yeah. <laughs> With the 30 egg rolls. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a gyms and juice workout weekend one day, man, after the uh, after Thanksgiving. Yeah, we maybe, maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe we go to the park and run or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have a fun run like in, in like in uh, elementary school. Yeah. Um, uh, James Harden, once again, somehow this man just gets whatever he wants. And he went to his the team of his choice again. He demanded a trade from the 76ers. They played hardball for a little bit, um, but they went ahead and sent his ass to the Los Angeles Clippers. This is exactly where he wanted to go once again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, he got his wish. Some people say that the uh, 76ers got fleeced. Um, and they, they uh, People think the return wasn't worth it. Um, some, I guess, if there was any Clippers fans are worried about how James Harden might affect the chemistry of what's going on there with Kawhi and Russell Westbrook and whatnot. Oh, that championship chemistry <laughs> they got. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if Kawhi want to play more than uh, 20 games this season, maybe they can make something happen in the playoffs, man. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I don't. What do you think about this trade? Actually, nah, fuck it. I don't want to talk about that yet because I want to talk about what Chris Broussard said, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the play is clip, man. So I, I I swear I was on the floor laughing at this shit, Me man. too. <laughs> oh, man. This was the funniest thing I saw all week. So uh, Chris Broussard was on, um, I forget what that show was called. What's it called with Nick uh, Wright? First Thing First. Is it First Thing First? Because yeah. I thought... Wasn't that didn't that used to be the morning show? Because they moved yeah. it to like 3 p.m. Yeah, they moved it to so it's 3 weird PM. that they call it first thing first still. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so they were talking about this trade, and, and Chris Broussard just kind of went off the rails. <laughs> so look, look in, in case you haven't heard it, let's hear it. He's not going to be. You think he thinks he's going to play like he did? I think. He, I think he's not going to get to play the way he wants, and he's going to. Of course, it's not going to work well. I think. I think he's not going to get to play the way he wants, and he's going to. Of course, it's not going to work well. Look at dude, the way he's drinking his coffee. Look at dude, the way he's drinking his coffee. Look at dude, the way he's drinking his coffee. Wait for the wait for the cleanup attempt here. Let 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 it play out. Wait for the cleanup. Let me apologize for using that word. I I have a a, my first cousin. We just put him to. He died a few months ago, a month or two ago. He was developmentally disabled. So oh, my I, didn't, God. I didn't mean to hear that word. Of course. I don't like I'm, I'm not a racist. I have black friends. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> I'm not against the retarded people. <laughs> oh my oh God. God. I laughed so hard. Number one, I saw the first clip and that had me on the floor. Then I saw the full thing where he tried to explain it away by talking about his development. Developed yeah. mentally disabled cousin that yeah they, let me even want to say he put him down <laughs> <laughs> he died last month or a month or two ago <laughs> oh man I oh, was laughing dog I played that <laughs> back <laughs> it's the man retarded <laughs> like uh, what 
No, I really couldn't believe. Like that was no. one of the funniest things. That maybe the funny, like that's probably top five <laughs> funniest sports talk moment of all time, man. The way that host. Oh looked. my god! Look, look but, yeah, the the fuck that was, <laughs> it cut to him at the perfect but, time. Yes, he wouldn't even say anything. I know. He thinks he's going to play like he did. Look at his dude's face, man. He's not going to get to play the way he look, he cool. It's to him for no reason, just at the perfect time. The man retarded. I mean, what? Why do the people's eyebrow? He put up the people's eyebrow, dog. He had an instant reaction. Like he, he doesn't know where the fuck that came from. Yeah, and look, he like, uh oh, I'm gonna need a little drink right here. Let me go ahead. Let me wet Let me wet the whistle real quick. Don't anything right now. Oh, oh man. my goodness. <laughs> so, uh, Biggie, is James Harden retarded? <laughs> Let me do the people's eyebrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, sidebar though, I've noticed people have been trying to bring that word back. That used to be uh, one of those bands. That was one of the first words to get canceled, I feel. Yeah. Because that and the F word, the other F word. Yeah. Were two words you used to hear all the time in songs and in TV shows and everything. And now those are like the first words to get canceled. That of course the N word was always there. Yeah. But um that those are two of the first words to really that used to be said by everybody that got canceled. Yeah. But there's been like a movement to bring that <laughs> word back then. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, uh, I think it was Black Eyed Peas that had the. Remember, let's get yes, that dog. Let's get retarded. <laughs> the funniest thing about that song is really amazing. Yeah, the funniest part is Fergie in the intro singing <laughs> "Let's Get Retarded" <laughs> in he. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh my god, I got tears in my <laughs> eyes, man. <laughs> and that was like a that they used to top- play that version. I heard yes. that version first. And then they cleaned yes. it up when the NBA wanted to use it for their promos and shit. Yeah. And then they wiped the you can still find the original one on YouTube, but they wiped that version off the map, man, yeah. in other places. You, you it's like the forbidden song now. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. But that 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 is really wild how popular that song was. Yeah. And that was the original lyric. And Let's that was the lyric right. that used to be played. <laughs> like they used to always play that lyric. Yes. So man, that was that was crazy, man. Yes. Yeah. It was a different time, I guess, man. In 2004, whenever that song came out. Yeah. But yeah, that was uh it was crazy how that was a hit, huge that, pop That was song. a big hit, man. Yeah. I wonder if that actually got any complaints. Let me look it up on um, Wikipedia. Did anybody actually complain about that? Yeah, because that was around the time where people wasn't complaining about their word. Like yeah. That, that word I mean, was... some people were. Um, okay, I don't see any controversy on the wiki page, so I guess nobody really cared that much. Yeah. Let's get it started. It is a song recorded by the American group The Black Eyed Peas. It is a clean version of Let's Get Retarded from their studio album Ella Funk. 
The album version was originally only reworked for its use and promotion for the 2004 NBA playoffs on in April. However, the new version was so well received that it was released as the final single from the album. Mm. So it wasn't even a single at first, I guess. That's crazy. Mm. But yeah, it was only censored because the NBA wanted to use it for promos in the 2004 NBA playoffs. Yeah. So it's the NBA's <laughs> fault. Ruining yeah. everything as usual. Yeah, I go. So I Google. Um, let's get retarded. I, I feel weird saying that word. No. <laughs> but let's get. Hey, it's not banned anymore. I I didn't even hear uh, Chris do like a, a whole media copa over this shit. I know. I guess he thought. I, he, I didn't see. He didn't post anything on Twitter about it. Yeah, I guess he thought he was cool because you know he mentioned his cousin. Yeah, to put his cousin down, <laughs> and he was mentally disabled. So I guess yep. he got the pass right there. But um, <laughs> I see a lot of stuff that said uh, Black Eyed Peas quietly changed the offensive lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's up, HRW on Twitch? What's up, man? He says, remember the song Money for Nothing had F word in it? Yeah, I just looked that up by Dw- Dire Straits that had the uh, F word in it. It wasn't a lot of things. I remember uh, the message by Grandmaster Flash. Mm. You said something like a undercover fag, or um, I don't want to say that. My yeah. bad. <laughs> now, don't get banned. I, I, I didn't say the whole thing. Don't ban me, YouTube. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, the, a lot of rap songs back in the day. Yeah. Um, he had said, some stuff like that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grandmaster, he did say walking around looking like you something, something, yeah. something. Pretty boy Floyd or something. He, he said something. Yeah, it was. It was a wild. Hey, look, time. Now I gotta look it up, man. <laughs> Uh okay, uh got sent up for an eight-year bid. Now your manhood is took and you're okay. Now your manhood is took and you're uh and you're a Maytag. Then the next two years as an undercover F word. Mm. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm pretty sure that that was before the uh, parental advisory sticker on. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Or how about uh, I ran across this song recently. Uh, remember the Styles P song? That kill, oh yeah, kill that f word, <laughs> kill that f word. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot that f word. Yeah. I was just like, oh my god. And I used to listen to Styles P a lot, mm-hmm. and um, I probably ran across that song too. Listening to Styles P, but yeah. somebody posted the clip on Twitter, and I read across that word. I, I, I read across that song. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, how did he get away with this? And I, and I know it's Styles P. He he wasn't yeah. like the big star or nothing, but I'm like, damn, <laughs> yeah, that was the hook too. That was the funny part. That was the hook. <laughs> to be fair, uh, the actual song didn't have anything to do with gay bashing. It didn't. You it, know, it was just like regular street shit. The, so, but see, that's the thing. That's the thing is, and I don't want to go down this rabbit hole, but yeah, I feel like rappers never really used. I mean, outside of Grandmaster Flash, but mm-hmm. rappers didn't use it as like a gay slur, though. They always used it as like an insult, like a be man in somebody. Like it's like calling somebody a p word, like a, uh, yeah. I that, mean, that's some, how they kind of some 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 had some sketchy. I think NF Doom had a, a song too where it was like, eh. There were some rappers where it was definitely a little, you know, DMX with the original. What was it? Uh, where the hood at? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was pretty rough, man. That yeah. that was pretty rough. 
Um, there were there were some songs where it was just it, it, it was kind of rough, man. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but for the most part, it was just a, a slur or something they called like a it was like a, a replacement for bitch, basically. Yeah. You know, uh, but or but yeah, in some cases it was it was actually them hating on gay people. It seemed like so. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's been a mix. Yeah. Um. Tony Scott said the NFL versus U of H over the use of Love You Blue jersey. What do you think about it? Um, yeah. Did you hear about that? that? In a second. Yeah, we're, we're, we're talking about James Harden. We got way off topic. Uh, the James Harden trade, man. What do you think about that shit? What What, what do you think about um, James? Old 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 James going to uh, the Clippers? Yeah, I'm kind of over it, man. I'm kind of glad he didn't come to Houston, and it's it's hard to say because they still not playing as good. Yeah, and I felt like he, I felt like it could have been, uh, uh, I feel like he could have helped out a lot. I'll put it that way. But uh, I'm just over it, man. I'm just kind of getting tired of it. It, it. it really makes the NBA look bad that somebody like that can just do what he did for three different teams. He did it for the Rockets. He did it for Brooklyn and did it for uh, Philly. And just kind of, uh, lack of a better word, wind your way out. And it, it, it's not, it's so frustrating, man, watching this, man, and how all these teams still teaming up as like a super team and all this other stuff. And um, it seems like it's not even working, man. <laughs> so um, I guess salute to him. He, I guess he back at home um, because he's from L.A., but um, I don't think this team going to go nowhere, man. <laughs> I just don't see it. I don't even know if they're going to stay healthy the whole season. But I don't see this team going nowhere, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the the weird thing is, like, every, every James Harden story ends the same. Yeah. You know? I think the best it, it will ever be was this time in Houston. Yeah, you know, and ultimately that didn't even result in anything other than a few of uh, well, MVP trophy, but it didn't really result in anything, man. So I don't know, man. It's uh, I don't know. Uh, it, it's always the same thing. Uh oh yeah, uh, HRW says y'all supposed to refer to James as the system. Oh yeah, because he said something about him not being the system. Yeah, and yeah, he said I'm not a system player. I am the system. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see how it works. Maybe that this story will be different, but I doubt it. Yeah, just think know? just think of the team they got over there. They got James Harden, they got uh Kawhi, Paul George, Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it seemed like every I don't want to say everybody over the hill, but it seemed like everybody over there is over the hill. I yeah. just don't I just don't see them being that dominant team, man. <laughs> hey, remember, they got P.J. Tucker, too, though, man. Oh, yeah. How can I forget about that? <laughs> <laughs> How can I forget about that? <laughs> yeah, man. He uh he go wherever Harden go, man. So, yeah. look, he had to follow it, his man. It's it's funny. My barber actually brought this up today. He said, um, he said P.J. Tucker, he went and got a ring. And went right back over there with James Harden. <laughs> and I didn't even realize that. I'm like, damn, he did get yeah. a ring with Milwaukee. And went right back where James Harden was at. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, man, when you when you got your boy, 
I don't know. You got to follow him around. But yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll see how this one works, man. I know the NBA is doing this in-season tournament now, too. I, I, I took a look at the today. fucking Pacers. Yeah. I took a look at the Pacers court. It's like powder blue. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here, man? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know what the NBA is doing, man. Even the players seem confused. They're like, what the fuck is this? I don't yeah. think they even care about this shit. So, <laughs> and, and the prize is like $30,000 or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Something goofy like that. I don't know, man. Yeah. But... Yeah, they got to come up with some... If they really want players to care, they got to come up with something else. But I, I don't think they will. So, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, I guess we got to talk about Wimby, too, real quick. Actually, let's get into uh, Tony Scott's question. Um, he asked how we feel about the NFL because the U of H Cougars, who are kind of shit right now, to be real, uh, I guess they're trying to get, <laughs> get some love from, from uh, the city. So they uh, released a promo video for jerseys that are very close to resembling and basically are the yeah. Houston Oilers love you blue um, uniforms. They actually wore these jerseys. I want to say the first game. The first yeah. game of the year. They, that was the only time they wore them. So apparently the NFL has issued a cease and desist um, over these jerseys saying they're too close to the Oilers, which are now the Titans, and the Titans have worn that, um, I think, last week or the week before. I can't remember. Yeah, last week. But they have brought it back, and that's Oilers territory, um, and people have mixed feelings about it. Of course, you know, Houston's always going to be mad about the Oilers and how that ended and how we can't honor their players or use anything, and the Tennessee Titans can, and it feels weird. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about this, man? Do you feel any type of way? I know you're not from Houston and weren't around with the Oilers, but yeah. do you, how do you feel about this whole situation and the fan base reacting to it? Yeah, well, um, as far as the situation with U of H, um, this is all because of Amy Adams, man. The Amy Adams, who owned the uh, Tennessee Titans right now. Yeah. Um, she She had a problem with it. She ran across it somehow. Um, she actually had a problem with the Houston Texans. She heard the Houston Texans were um, were um, considering using like a, a a certain blue for their new uniforms, mm-hmm. and I think she tried to step in and stop that. So um, yeah, it's a lot going on, man. It's a it's a beef that was way before I was here, obviously, and um, yeah, she she obviously have an issue with. Anybody using that color, or mainly the city of Houston, and um, I think she was. I think I think U of H. Uh, I like that they did this, by the way. But this was damn near the same uniform, man. I, you you can't you can't do that, man. There's <laughs> it, it, no way you could do that. But um, yeah, I think as far as the colors overall, man, I think it's messed up. That uh, a team like that can just leave, get rid of those colors, pretty much change the name, and still hold that uh, hold that accountable, and not you know not do anything with it, and to, unless they want to, I, it, it's super weird because I, I'm kind of on both sides. I think I think those colors should stay here. I think the name, if you move out of a, if you move out of a city, I feel like you should change the name. You have to change the name. And that city, uh, if they lose their team, their records and all that stuff stay there, I guess. 
I don't know. It's just so confusing, man, because it's a it's a pro and a con to all of this. Because you see it a lot with like um you see it with the Raiders. The uh the Raiders moved to Las Vegas. So um, you know, Oakland lost their team. And then I think before that, um, I think they was the LA Raiders at one point. But let's say Oakland wanted another team and they get another team. They can't use the Raiders. And so they would have to go in a totally different way. And that would be super awkward for people that's living in Oakland that was Raiders fans. So um, I don't know. I kind of see all sides to it, but um, I feel like if you I feel like if you change the name of the team, you should be forced to give that name back to the original city. And uh, I, I feel like that name and color should be up for grabs if you change it. And to me, I feel like the Tennessee Titans, Amy Adams, just changed the name to Titans. She got rid of the colors and just threw it up in the attic. And when she seen the Houston Texans were, were trying to get back to those colors or something like that, then she like, oh, no, they can't do that. And let me break these colors out now. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's super weird, man. I feel bad. I actually feel bad for the um, the old Oilers, man, because though they out there in Tennessee, they never played in Tennessee before. Yeah, but um, but they're in a weird place because the Houston Texans can't honor them because they didn't mm-hmm. play for the. They technically didn't pay, play for the Houston Texans, and that's a whole different squad. That's a whole different franchise, and so now they got to go to Tennessee. And um, because they really don't have anywhere else to go. So um, it's very unfortunate. Um, it kind of sucked for U of H, but they can't just jack <laughs> NFL uh, team like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. This is, this is just something that the city got to let go in general. I mean, it, it's been a long time since the Oilers were here, man. Um, I know the color scheme is really dope, and that's really all it's about. But it's not like the colors are banned in Houston. You can buy whatever oiler design. You could buy a hat. You could buy a jersey, a shirt, whatever. Um, but the team trying this was a little ridiculous, man. Let's be real. You know, number one, it's a, it's a, a fucking a college team trying to copy an NFL team. And... To be real, look, I wasn't really, I was too young to really know the Oilers. You know, when they left, I was like 10 years old or some shit, if, if even that. So um, I, I really can't speak on the legacy of the Oilers, but they didn't, it's not like they want anything, man. Okay. Yeah. Like, I understand there's, there's love and they were a good team and there were some good years, but it's something that the, you know, we just got to let that go, man, at this point. It's yeah. been a long time. Um, and, of course, we will always remember the the greats like Warren Moon and whatnot. And, uh, but at some point, we got to move forward. Yeah. And I think the nostalgia baiting with all the throwback uniforms and what the Cougars, I just looked up the fucking, the, the Cougars football team got beat by Kansas State 41 to 0. Yeah, they've been awful this year. I man. didn't even see that. I saw they lost to Texas, but at least the score was kind of close in that game. Yeah. And Texas is a better team. UT is a better team. Yeah. They got beat 41 0. Maybe focus on that before you think about these throwback colors and shit, man. Get your fire the coach, 
get your house in order, man. Yeah. Like, damn, I knew Clayton Toon was good. I didn't know he was that important to the team. Shit. Yeah, he ain't uh, even he ain't even on the team. He in the NFL now. Yeah, they got, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm rooting for Rock. Ain't, ain't he playing now? I know he was yeah. a backup, but I thought yeah, he was he actually, actually uh, he actually starting his first game this week against the Browns. Yeah, Rod Toon, not a cartoon. <laughs> I'm yeah. looking forward to it, man. I want to see him light it up. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm this was kind of yeah. corny by the Cougars to try in the first place, man. It's like. I know y'all trying to get people interested in the team since they ass right now, but <laughs> yeah. it, it was kind of corny to try to bait this nostalgia. This is a college team, man. Like, <laughs> it, it, it was cheesy for them to even try this in the first place. Yeah. Maybe maybe they knew it wouldn't work. They just wanted to try it and, and cause a controversy in the first place and kind of yeah, test the because, waters. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, because the one thing they didn't do, because a lot of the people was... Um, trying to get merch and they were they weren't selling merch like that they were selling yeah. the regular merch but they didn't have any love love you blue type of merch so they knew they couldn't they knew they couldn't sell it because they're getting trouble so I, they knew something but they i guess they just thought they could get away with just doing that it's stupid because these are not even the school colors man that's what really gets me too like these ain't even close to what the team usually wear you yeah. know, at least the Texans actually wear blue and they yeah. have blue on their shoes. It's just a way lighter blue. Yeah. But with the Cougars, it makes no sense, man. So I thought it was kind of cheesy that they even attempted this. And I'm not surprised they got shut down. But yeah, I mean, the whole situation with the Oilers sucks. It sucks that we can't have them and yeah. honor them. But we, we it, it is what it is, man. We just got to move on and yeah. accept it. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm the wrong person to try to speak on you know, telling people to move on from it because I'm, you know, I'm not from here. But um, mm -hmm. to me, I felt like I get the vibe of people just only liking the colors. You, of yeah. course, of course, you got the older people that you know want to honor the you know, Billy White Shoes Johnson and mm -hmm. Dan Pastorini and all that stuff. But um, it seemed like it's just a color thing, man. I don't think I don't think people are like sitting here slamming their fists on the desk because. They because Billy White Shoes Johnson can't come walking in in RG. I think it's just uh, strictly the colors that they want to wear and stuff. Because um, like from what I from what I seen and heard, those colors are like represent the city of Houston. Mm -hmm. and I mean, those are like some city colors. It's not just like the Oilers. It seemed like that's more of a city. That was like a city thing. They showed the cop cars. That was that color. Yeah. Back in the day, so I understand the color part and all that stuff. But as far as the players, man, that's that's a that's a totally different franchise, man. <laughs> that's a whole different franchise. That's like if St. Louis decided to get an NFL team again, that the the uh, the L.A. Rams can't you can't honor you can't honor um, Marshall Falk. <laughs> that team that team that new team in St. Louis can't honor Mar Marshall Falk, man. That's that's. That's not his team. So uh, I get that part. But um, I feel for the people of Houston um, because it seemed like they just up and took the colors and can't use them colors ever again. <laughs> so it's kind of wild. It's petty on uh, Amy Adams, but, I mean, like you said, ain't nothing you can do, man. 
Exactly. I mean, it, it, that that's all in the past now. If they want to flex with the colors, let them, man. Yeah, Whatever. We got CJ Stroud, okay? We need yeah. to look forward to the future. I, I do I do feel like everybody else are noticing how silly that is, <laughs> them mm-hmm. honoring uh, uh, these players that didn't even play there. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, the, only, the Titan fans don't care. They only act like they care to rub it in the Texans fans' face. Yeah. So they don't even give a shit about these players, man. Yeah. So um, I do think everybody around the, the country think it's silly. That they, mm-hmm. you know, they doing, they going above and beyond, and they had no history there, and their fans don't know anything about these players. Yeah, but it's her team, man. She could do whatever she want. Yeah, unfortunately, that's the way that cookie crumbles, fellas. So we just got to move on with our life and build up the Texans. You know, look, the the Oilers in the past, the Texans are the future, for yeah. better or worse. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh yeah, we can talk about uh, the Astros and old Dusty finally retiring, man. Um, yeah. He announced his retirement um, this past week. He um, what did an interview, and I did see that he admitted that some of the commentary from the bloggers and the people in the peanut gallery and whatnot, <laughs> social media people, kind of got to him. Um, and annoyed him to what to the point where he just said, you know, it's probably enough of this. Um, and now you got some of Astros Twitter doing a victory lap. Very happy that their uh, all their endless trolling yeah. seemed to be rewarded because they got what they wanted, and now Dusty Baker is gone. Yeah. Funny thing is, I haven't heard anybody say who they want to replace him. They just yeah. know that they don't like him and want him yeah. gone. Yeah. But they have no idea on who, who to bring in because nobody wants to bring in somebody who's going to suck and then get thrown back in their face. Yeah. I've not heard one suggestion on who these Dusty Baker haters want to replace them. They just know they hate Dusty, and he's the reason why everything went bad this season. Yeah. So they got what they wanted. Dusty Baker is uh, now a retired man. Uh, got us a championship in 2022. Some say our only legit one. I say, fuck, we got two. But yeah, shout out to Dusty Baker, man. Did a good job. Took a job that people, a lot of people did not probably want to take at the time when the Astros were being labeled as cheaters. Coming off that whole scandal, I think it, he did a good job overall, man. And he had a great personality. It's not like a chill dude to just hang out with, man. So yeah. gonna, miss, gonna miss seeing him on the uh, on the mound. Or in the bull, whatever the fuck you call the baseball the shit, what the manager is the yeah. dugout. Yeah. So, Biggie, yeah. <laughs> what are your thoughts on uh, the retirement of, Bus- of Dusty Baker, as well as the fans being happy because they think that they got him fired or they they made him retire? Yeah, uh, I think I think it was a little deeper than the fans. I think it was actually a reporter, <laughs> a couple of reporters that he was tired of. Uh, one of them is uh, Chandler Rome, allegedly. Oh wow! Because Chandler Rome did write a lot of articles saying, you know, criticizing Dusty. Um, they've been going back and forth since he was here, <laughs> and we got the audio to prove that. But um, yeah, man, I think I think that was his bigger issue. Um, and we talked about it on in the loop. Uh, I want to say today, a couple of days ago, all that stuff. And um, and um, 
a lot of people felt like that was kind of soft for him. Like, why would you want to hang it up because uh, some articles or what people saying about you? Da, da, da. To me, my response to that is older people, the older they get, the more petty they get. I don't know if you had a grandfather that was that got older and just got more petty and more, you know. No, everybody does, man. Yeah. So uh, I had a grandfather who would get super petty. He wasn't like that, obviously, when he was younger. But it seemed like the older you get, the more fucks you give. <laughs> like, like, he don't care at this point. And him probably, you know, hear, seeing all these articles and all that stuff, he probably like, man, I ain't got to deal with this. <laughs> Like, I was chilling on my couch when y'all called me. Like, you know what? This is going to be my last year. I'm cool. And, you know, to be fair, they probably probably was going to move in a different direction anyway. But um, I think him bringing this up, because that was the other thing, too. I felt like he didn't have to bring this up. He could have just said, yeah, this is my time. Um, I got me a championship. Um, I, I spent... Years in in the MLB, and by the way, I seen a stat. I think somebody posted this stat, which was wild. They said Dusty Baker uh, uh, was a part of three percent of Major League Baseball anything in the, in history, pretty much. So every single, I, I guess, throughout the history of the Major League Baseball, Dusty Baker appeared in three percent of that. <laughs> Oh wow! That's actually crazy. <laughs> How long baseball been around? Mm-hmm. Like through pl- him as a player, manager, all this other stuff. He was in. He, Dusty Baker was in three percent of that. <laughs> so oh that, damn! That, that's crazy. So he been around for a long time. But um, yeah, I think Dusty brought this up just to kind of um, kind of I don't want to say stick it to Chandler Rome or other reporters, but. I think he brought it up because he like this, this fucking asshole <laughs> got the nerve. I want you know you know how long I've been in baseball. <laughs> I won a World Series and y'all act, and y'all criticizing my lineup every single day, <laughs> and y'all you know blaming me for everything and not giving me credit for whenever we do good. So I think um, I think he brought it up because of that. But um, yeah, man, shout out to Dusty Baker, man. I, I I always felt weird that he was so criticized like this, man. Yeah. And I think I think uh Astros fans gonna be in a long awakening. And uh I feel like they got the excuse for it whenever, you know, let's say this season coming up is gonna be a little rough. I feel like they're gonna be like, Oh, well, this team is um this team isn't good as last year. So that's gonna be the excuse for the next um uh, the next manager. Uh, if they don't make it to the playoffs or get as far as Dusty. But, um, yeah, man, I feel like Dusty did such a good job, man. Got them to four straight ALCS, two World Series, one, one. So, um, I don't I don't know if another coach would have did that. I feel like another coach probably would have fell short, especially this year. This year, that team was rough. You had all the injuries. Mm-hmm. The team wasn't as good. And he got you the game seven of the ALCS. But the lineups, Diggy, the lineups were all wrong, okay? They he start- put in the wrong. He pulled in people too early. He took pitchers out too early or pulled them too late. Everything about the lineups was wrong. They they didn't get to the World Series because they had started Martin Maldonado. <laughs> it was all on Dusty. But, it was um, all Dusty's fault, man. It's all on Dusty. Dusty. 
Dusty in over his head. What is Dusty doing? <laughs> <laughs> Dusty being Dusty. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, shout out to Dusty, man. I feel like people ain't really giving them his uh they kind it seemed like people giving them credit but shitting on them at the same time. Whenever he they was... whenever they say something like, Yeah, Dusty did it, uh, salute to Dusty, he a legend, but he had to go. It's just like, man, like just say salute to Dusty, man. He got mm-hmm. you, got you a World Series. He got that monkey off all of our bats because everybody keep, you know, criticizing the 2017 one. So we got we got the second one. Like, come on, man. <laughs> like, damn. Yeah, man. Um, I think Dusty was the perfect person to take over after the scandal happened, man. Because he really did not give a fuck <laughs> about yeah. any of that. Like, he didn't let any of that talk bother him. He didn't let any of the noise get to him as far as his scandal went. Um, And, yeah, uh, you know, even without everything that happened this year, it it was likely he was going to hang it up sooner rather than later anyway, man. He's up there in age now. I'm sure he just wants to kind of relax at this point. Um, And look, man, part of me, I'm very happy that the Astros had their run um, that they had two World Series championships, many ALCS appearances, World Series appearances. But if the run is over here, uh, I'm happy. And part of me kind of wants this fan base to get humbled again because y'all, y'all getting a little crazy online, man. Y'all have really gotten little, a little y'all, y'all have gotten a little, a little insane. And, and I'm not not the everyday fan; it's just the online fan. But y'all have gotten a little toxic, man. All right, y'all need to get brought back down to earth a little bit. So let's go through a few more rough seasons of rebuild and see how y'all want to keep talking that cash shit. (laughs) And you know, whining and complaining about every single thing that happens. You know what's crazy? That's the same thing that happened to the Rockets, man. Yeah. The Rockets, look, say what you want about Daryl Morey. This dude did not believe in tanking. He will. He will find his way in the playoffs. He was always, y'all was always in the playoffs, man. I yeah. Ne- I don't think I ever, see- the only time I seen the Rockets that um, that was bad was when the year they got Yao Ming. And obviously they was bad because they had the first overall pick. But um, outside of that, man, they were always in the playoffs. No matter what, they might not get nowhere, but they was always mm-hmm. in the mix. And, um... And then everybody, remember, everybody wanted hard and gone. Everybody Let's was start kicking fresh. hard and out the door, man. Then they yeah. was on their knees yeah. trying to get them back. Yeah, everybody wanted to start fresh. Everybody wanted to uh, rebuild. Let's just start a rebuild. This ain't working. Let's blow it all up. And this is what happened when you blow it all up, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is exactly what happened. So, um, yeah. yeah, man, everybody keep talking about let's, you know, let's uh, – like, nah, I don't want to start over, man. <laughs> I, I'd never want to hit reset. I just don't, man. Because you never know when, if you could get back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, look, it is what it is. If this is the end, it as far as them being a dominant force in the league, um, I, I think we had a good run. I think we had a good run. It was a like legendary Jay-Z world. Did. Uh, run man, Legendary. it definitely was man. The Astros so. was the boogeyman for the last seven years. Mm-hmm. It was a straight up boogeyman. People, people feared the Astros. Even this year, I felt like people were just scared of the Astros. Yeah, like they was just gonna come through and beat you. 
And unfortunately, they, you know, they got beat by the Rangers. But man, it was a legendary run to me. It was, man. But all runs eventually end at some point. And now y'all, the fans got what they wanted. Dusty is gone. So let's see who gets to blame next. If the team underperformed, let's see. This next manager got to get to the World Series. Yep. They got to get to the World Series. (laughs) Yep. Or, yeah, man. Like I said, I haven't seen any suggestions on who should be the next manager. They just knew they wanted Dusty gone. So (laughs) you got what you wanted. Let's see what happens from here. Um, And, oh, yeah, speaking of the NBA, um, speaking of other teams in Texas doing way better than us, the Spurs are now looking like they have fucking Wilt Chamberlain (laughs) 2.0, maybe 3.0 at this point. He's so uh, far ahead in what he can do. I seen somebody say, um, uh, this is the real Wilt Chamberlain, because I don't know if the uh, original Wilt Chamberlain really exists. (laughs) Doug, that 100-point game, I'm sorry. I don't believe it. Really? <laughs> I don't believe it, man. Like, does any has anybody ever talked about being at that game or memories of the game? We just know it happened. We just see the picture. We, we just saw the picture of him <laughs> holding up a sign that said 100. Were they? Did they even have, like, an electronic scoreboard? How did they even keep it? Yeah. <laughs> was, it was they just counting and, and maybe somebody lost count? Yeah, you probably had a hundred. Yeah. yeah. Was it? <laughs> like was a... drunk and shit, yeah. doing coke. Yeah. He's like, how, how many points did Wilt had? Shit, he must have had like a hundred. Yeah. They, pro- <laughs> they probably see the team. Oh, they scored like 110. Uh, Wilt got about a hundred of those points. Yeah. He scored yeah. most of them. <laughs> Yeah, man. I don't know if that game actually happened. I mean, there's no video evidence of it at all. So, yeah, I don't know. Kobe Kobe got 81. That's the only one I recognize at this point. Yeah. But, yeah, Victor Wimby is tearing up the league, man. He put 38 points on the Suns when everybody thought he was going to get humbled yeah. by, by an actual good team. Of course, they beat the Rockets, but we that was actually a pretty close game. But, yeah, yeah they beat the Rockets. And, yeah, Wimby had his breakout game, man. He's had the most points in the first five games since Shaq. Yeah. So, yeah, it's looking like he really is what he was hyped up to be, man. I mean, if he can stay injury-free, shit, this might be the LeBron 2.0, man. This this might be the next face of the league, I feel. Oh, face of the league, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> because remember, we talked about that. Is LeBron leave? Who is going to be the face? Yeah. And I don't think we had an answer. <laughs> I don't think. That's the perfect guy to be the lead, <laughs> the uh, the face of the lead. Because yeah. right now, he seemed like a cool, humble guy. And uh, you know the NBA want to expand to other countries and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. They they like these foreigners to be, the you know, the face of something. They've been wanting that for years. And... um. He, he's with the perfect organization that kind of been through that before. So, man, dog. I, man, I watched that game, too. That dog, man, he looked like a creative player, man. I know mm-hmm. I said that a couple times, but I know you you did this before, play uh, live, NBA Live or 2K, and you just create the tallest person. Yeah, and, and then put make, his shot making all the way up. Yeah. <laughs> so you got a seven five dude who can shoot threes, and dribble, mm-hmm. all this other stuff. It's, that's exactly what he is, man. It's not even fair. 
every time he shoot the shoot shoot a three, I'll be like, man, that look that looks so silly right yeah. now. Yeah, or him dribbling. And, and, and what can you do against him, man? Like, there's no. Yeah. Body, you're gonna be at a disadvantage against. Yeah. So, what can you really do when he gets it going, man? Yeah, it, it so. it's, it's wild, man. And uh, did you see the video of him dribbling two balls between? Yeah, yeah. He looked just like and, Steph Curry. You man. know, you know what I fucking hate, man. When people people in the comments want to jump and be like, "Well, my high school kids do that every day." <laughs> there always has to be that one person who's yeah. like, "That ain't nothing special." My 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 15 year old can do that. Like, what is your is your fucking fifteen year old seven foot two in yeah. the NBA? Come on, yeah. man. Let me see your average um, seven footer do that. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, average seven footer probably ain't even got the handles like that. Nah, man. They, they probably only started playing basketball because everybody just started kept bugging them about it. Yeah, <laughs> and they probably only want to get rebounds and yeah. and inbound the ball or whatever. They probably don't even want to shoot. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Yeah, man, that is, uh, I hate to say it, but the Spurs might be the fucking, the, the next team, man. If yeah. they keep this up, if they keep bringing in more pieces, this might be a rerun of what we went through in the uh, early 2000s, man. The yeah. Rockets always being on the cusp, but the Spurs just winning championships. Yeah. And yeah, tough. To, we got the Rangers just won. We got the San Antonio Spurs. We got UT looking good college wise. And then we got Houston. Yeah. I don't know, man. We, we don't have man. anything good right now, I feel. Yeah. <laughs> you know what sucks? It sucks. You know what sucks, man? I felt like the, the Rockets were probably like the worst team over the last two years. Mm-hmm. And they ain't getting nine, one number one pick, man. Yeah. Just imagine yeah. we got the number one pick this year, man. <laughs> I blame Tillman. He fucked it up by saying pray for Wimby. Yeah, I, I, I still the, think that's his fault, man. Yeah, the NBA seen that. Like, all right, give yeah. them the fourth overall pick. We talked about Plus, it on this podcast. Yeah. Plus, I also feel like there's still some beef over the China shit. Mm. And even though Daryl Moore is not with the Rockets, they still associate the Houston Rockets with that. Yeah. So I kind of feel like we're just since the NBA is big in China, we're never gonna get like the number one of a generational pick like that, man. Yeah, you're just not gonna let it happen. Yeah, if it's like a, a weak draft or something like that, they might get it. But yeah, but Wimby, they like, nah, we got to put him with the perfect franchise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, we might get the uh, Bronny James draft. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know he's not gonna go number one. I'm just fucking. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, it's sad time. Every 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 team, every every major city in Texas got at least one team that's up except us. Yeah, and that's the very unfortunate thing about it. So, yeah. <laughs> what can you do? Just yeah. gotta. We had it. We had a good few years with the Astros. So just gotta. Yeah. Gotta, gotta live with it now, man. <laughs> um, other things that happened this week. Oh, R.I.P. Bob Knight. I saw he passed at 83. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. to Bob Knight. Uh, so oh, so I brung that I brung that up because I just wanted to read this tweet, man. Shout out to our good friend um Jack Friedman, friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Duh, I'd be worried he's gonna get his count banned again. Uh oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, uh, you know, Bob Knight passed away. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, if you don't know, Bob Knight was a he was a pistol, man. He he uh slime ball, he you know, he was he was rough. He was a rough type of coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Jack Freeman tweeted, Bobby Knight finally checked into that basketball arena in hell, I see. Wait, what? <laughs> Bobby Bobby Knight finally checked into that basketball arena in hell, I see. <laughs> I'm like, man, why you got to do that, man? Oh, man. I just looked up his... I haven't seen his Twitter in a while, man. Why this motherfucker all sexy, flexy in his fucking personal <laughs> picture? All right, man. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that 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 that's on brand for Jack. Though. Yeah, I, I'm just I, like, and I get it, it, it. What's weird about this is, um, it seemed like a lot of people were were kind of afraid to mention how how much of an a hole he was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I guess that's kind of natural when somebody passed away. You don't talk about the bad stuff he did unless it's like somebody black, I guess. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, it seemed like people were scared that people was kind of tiptoeing around that. It's just like, why ain't nobody just saying how much of an asshole he was? <laughs> I don't, I don't know what the issue with that was, but yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I always thought that was weird. How it was like you can trash somebody and talk shit and say they deserve to die, but when they die, you got to be respectful. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that that's kind of backwards to me. Like, when you could actually hear the feedback, you want to be rude as fuck, but when they can't, you were supposed to be respectful and yeah. respect the dead. Well, I, can't, I just feel like it should be the other way around, man. <laughs> when you die, you can say how you really feel. But how about yeah. be nice to people when they're alive? Yeah. But <laughs> it don't work like that. So, uh, Deborah... Uh, DeBaron McNeil on YouTube says, I don't know, I think this is, this is somehow all Carol Haskins' fault. Uh, uh, I think he uh, meant uh, Carol Baskins from that uh, Tiger King. Remember Tiger King, man? That was a low point. <laughs> yeah, that was I a- never actually watched that, man. I never watched Tiger King. It looks stupid to me. Like it, yeah. it, Nothing about that story looked appealing. <laughs> uh, but it's one, it one of those things where I feel like a lot of people just watched it because everybody else talked about it. That, that, that was exactly that's why I watched it. I felt like I had to watch it. <laughs> you get it. tired of being left out the conversation and yeah. say, fuck it. I just I'm, watched Tiger yeah. King. Or you have you ever watched something because everybody kept talking about it? You like, well, this yeah. must be good then. If everybody talking about it and you watch it and you so disappointed. Man, I was so disappointed in that damn move uh that damn series, man. <laughs> I was just like, what am I watching? People are so obsessed with that too. Yeah, that was a that was a low point in society, man. Everybody was talking about Tiger King every single week, and I'm like, yeah. I just don't care about this. Everything yeah. they were saying sounded stupid, so I really didn't want to watch it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so yeah, uh, Bob Knight passed. Honestly, I only said R.I.P. because I didn't really know much about him. <laughs> so yeah. if he was an asshole, then okay. Um, I didn't follow his career all that closely, man. But I just know he was known as the guy who was throwing shit and always mad. So yeah. <laughs> that's all I knew. I knew him as the meme. I didn't know him as a person. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, other things that happened. Um, I didn't hear about this. You put this in a rundown. 
So Marvel is considering bringing back the original Avengers roster, including Iron Man and Black Widow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually seen the, um, an article about, I think it was an article or a tweet about this. And the first thing I thought about was, damn, this must be a Hail Mary. <laughs> because, it, it, and we talked, I think we talked about it last week, how rough the, this Marvel stretch been and, and mm-hmm. how we need, need to just blow it up and start fresh. It seemed like they trying not to do that. I, I guess, I don't know, maybe because they got all these movies invested in 2027 and 2028 and all this other stuff that's that's all connected. But um, it seemed like since, uh, we talked about it since Endgame, it seemed like everybody checked out after that. Everything wasn't really good since then. And um, uh, this seemed like a Hail Mary. I, this I don't even know. I, I probably would go see it to be honest, but um, it, it just it seemed like a hell mary, man. At this point, it's one hundred percent gonna happen, man. I called it when that when they started introducing this multiverse shit. I was like, okay, because that's what they do in the comics. Whenever shit gets like too bloated and confusing, and they can't bring in new readers because readers don't know what the fuck is going on, they reset the entire universe, mm. and they say. This is the new Avengers. This is the new X-Men. This is new Batman, Superman. Like, they got brand new origin stories that you got to read now (laughs) and all this shit. And I figured that's what they're going to do at the end of this whole multiverse thing. They're going to have, like, some event. And it's going to be, like, an alternate version of Iron Man and Captain America are going to be the new Avengers or whatever. Because they're not going to let these characters stay dead, man. They're too popular. (laughs) Yeah. So... It's going to happen sooner rather than later, but I think it's interesting to see the 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 turn against Marvel lately, man. Because Variety Magazine put out a piece that was basically just talking shit about Disney and Marvel and how they've been wasting money. They've been uh, all this production troubles, the upset staff because they have to do all these last-minute changes and shit. And they're even talking about the Blade the movie that was supposed to come out. And they said, you know, there was a um, the uh, the actor Marshala. I don't know how you say his name. Ali was upset because the script was weird. Somebody said something like, at one point, the the script was about four. He was like he was like the fourth lead in the movie, mm. and the movie was starring like three other different women, and it had a bunch of life lessons in it. Mm. And Blade. <laughs> and Blade. Blade was star- I, I I knew I heard some things about it being about his daughter in the scripts. I heard about that, and I'm like, I, that already had me like, uh, why? Hmm. I only want to see one life lesson in Blade: vampires getting killed. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't want to see no fucking political shit. I don't want to see. And you know that's coming, kinda, man. <laughs> you know it is, man. You know it's going to have a girl power moment. It, yeah. You know it's going to have like a uh, I'm, LGBT I'm, character. You know it's going to happen. You know you know what it has to have to be a yeah. Disney Marvel movie, man. But I, I, all I want to see is Blade killing vampires and having goofy <laughs> shit to say in between. Yeah. You know, I don't see how you fuck that up. Yeah, you know what they're gonna do, right? They're gonna eventually they're gonna have um they're gonna have a guy in Blade, but it's gonna be a scene where he passes it all to his daughter. Yeah, and, th- and the daughter is gonna be the female blade. She's gonna yes. be blade. It's gonna be something like that where 
Daddy Blade and and yeah. <laughs> Queen Blade or that, whatever, that, man. Yeah, Daddy Blade can't be Blade anymore. Yeah. So he passed it off to his daughter, and she the, she is the main Blade. Yeah. And she's going to kick his ass at some point. <laughs> He's yeah. going to be like, damn, you're Blade now. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like people are just getting tired of this, man. And to your point about Endgame, that was really the perfect time to jump off the Marvel train. Yeah. Because nothing past that. You can argue, like, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 was a good send-off for that team. Um, but everything else has been either just okay to mid. Yeah. And I really don't think it's it, it, this new Marvel's movie. They're trying to, they're, you could already see they're getting desperate because yeah. they're bringing up like the end game footage and all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> they're going back to Thanos and all that. Yeah. Like, remember when you like this? Yeah. Well, here's more of it. Yeah. See, Come on, man. See, what, what it is, is they, I, I think a lot of people at the end game, because we look, everybody was so invested in this. Yeah. So at the end game, we were like, all right, that's it. <laughs> like, we're done. So it was still some people, shoot, myself was interested to see um, Spider Man. What's the Spider Man? Yeah, Black that, Panther 2 before Chadwick died. We're excited yeah. about that. So, yeah. And then, like, what's the Spider Man over in France, France or, yeah. or some shit? Because it was a little pieces to that after this was after the um the end game and all this other stuff after mm-hmm. the war. And um so I was interested in that, but a lot of people at the end game was like, All right, I'm done. <laughs> like that was a good ending. I don't need to see more. Have you ever you, you I'm sure you did this before. I think you good with jumping off of T V shows, but when you see like a series and it's good and you know the rest ain't gonna be that good. Oh yeah, and you just yeah. like nope. That's it. Like mm-hmm. I ended right there. I think it was perfect right there. So yeah. I'm, I'm done with it. I don't care what the. I don't give a fuck what the, <laughs> what else they do. <laughs> like this was a good ending for me. I think yep. a lot of people did that, and they probably seen a um. They probably see a, a a drop in their movies when it came to that. So now, what what what's the better thing to do than to bring the original Marvel uh the original Avengers back? And bring um bring clips from Endgame back and all this other stuff. Yeah, where them people are out, man. <laughs> them people yeah. got families and shit. They they done with that shit. <laughs> yeah, um, people they they got to restart. I think they they got to scale back. Maybe take like a couple years off, and then come back with something solid, man. But they 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 plan all these movies that are in TV shows that are coming out yeah. well in advance. I think they got planned through like twenty twenty seven. Yeah, at that's this point, and that's the issue. That's the exactly. issue. Exactly. That's why they got to keep going because they keep pushing these projects back to because all this stuff that's happening. So yeah, it's getting crazy. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I also I also seen another clip saying they were um, considering. I guess. Um, I guess it was depending on our uh what's the boy um the guy that played the guy that got in all the drama with uh he was playing the Marvel character. Uh what's the, the black dude? Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors, yeah. Yeah. I guess they was considering if that if they had to take his character out, I think they was gonna mm-hmm. bring in um was it Doctor Doom or Mr. Doom or something something Doctor Doom, yeah. Doctor Doom, yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, man. 
even that part just seemed a little desperate. Like yeah. they trying to they trying to grab them old school comic nerds mm-hmm. to bring them back in because I think those are the ones that left. Yeah. <laughs> so they trying to do it. They trying to do whatever they can, man, to bring them back in. I don't know if it's working, man. One thing I keep seeing is people keep saying like, "Wait for the X Men. Wait for the X Men." Because they just got the rights to use the X-Men characters and, like, the Fantastic Four characters. But honestly, man, I'm at the point where, number one, the X-Men ain't even popping like that no more. It it ain't like 1995, like, where we had the cartoon. We were watching. We were excited for the movie when it came out in 2000. It ain't that time anymore. And also, I have no faith that they're going to make the X-Men cool. In this current yeah, MCU universe, yeah, man. Yeah, I don't either, man. <laughs> They're going to have Wolverine looking like a little bitch. <laughs> They're going to have like a female Wolverine take his place. <laughs> They're going to have all this shit. Uh, it, it's just going to be goofy. Yeah, because they not be because Hugh Jackman ain't playing Wolverine anymore. I think he's done with that, right? Yeah, well, he's going to be in Deadpool 3 as Wolverine. As Wolverine, okay. Okay. They brought him out, like, he was supposed to have retired after that Logan movie, but they brought yeah. him back for that. But he's not going to be like Wolverine going forward. Okay. So we're going to have, like, a new Wolverine, probably, and new yeah. X-Men. This is going to be the same cheesy shit, man. I'm not really looking forward to <laughs> I, it anymore. I, I used either. to be excited about this type of thing. Now I'm like, eh, you keep it. Yeah. That last, I think, it was an X-Men movie um, that came out. I think it was the last one. I forgot the name of that movie. Dark Phoenix, I think. I didn't even see that one. No, it was no. You know what? It wasn't that one. Uh, it was one before that. Uh, Age of Apocalypse. Yes. Yeah. I thought that was pretty good, man. I enjoyed that one. I, People I, hated that movie. Really? I thought it was okay. Really? People I hated that movie though. They hated it. <laughs> I yeah. enjoyed it. I ain't have a problem with it. <laughs> like uh, um, whenever it come on. Because they used to come on FX too. I actually went to the movie theater to, uh, to see that, and yeah. I, I was fine with it. And then uh, I would watch it if it come on FX. I would like stick around and watch it. But yeah, I was actually fine with that movie. <laughs> I liked First Class, and I liked um, Days of Future Past. Um, the problem with those movies is they had Jennifer Garner or Jennifer, what's her name? Not Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. She played like the Mystique girl. And I feel like she was supposed to be more of a minor character, but she blew up and so got real big the off the Hunger Games. Oh, uh, yeah. So from those movies on, she started being a bigger and bigger part because she was the <laughs> biggest name in the cast. Yeah. And she was hot. So suddenly the movies had to be about her. And I'm like, if you know the <laughs> comics, this character is not that important. Her power isn't even dope. She just changes other people. <laughs> so her power is not even cool, but she was like the main focus of all the movies from after that because she was the biggest name. And it's like it's forced, man. <laughs> and there was a there was one line, and this is the reason I didn't see the, the last X Men movie. There was a line where she gets mad at Professor X, and she's like, you know, uh, for a team named the X Men, it seems like the women are doing all the saving around here. Maybe you should change oh, the I team see. name to oh, X Women. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I do remember that. I think I did see that. Yeah, I think I when did I see heard that, that line, I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm tapping out. No, no, man. That 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 is exactly. Ugh. I can't take it. 
I can't take it. Not my X Men, man. man. Not my president. Not my X Men. I kind of want. <laughs> hey, I kind of want to see it, man. <laughs> there's a clip. That I could link. There's a clip. I think it's like called X Women or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I see. <laughs> I wish. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I, I think I did see this movie. I, I might, okay, I'm, I'm a time stamp it. I see it. I was looking at this earlier. <laughs> I, I got it. Okay, let me let me link it up. <laughs> Seems like we doing all the work around here. <laughs> that's oh, such, that's man. such. Okay, a... I got I got the clip. I'm gonna put it in the uh, the rundown. <laughs> Was that a Disney thing too, or no? That was Fox. Fox, okay. I was about to say that seemed like a Disney type of line. Not, yeah, I, line. It, it was. I feel like, <laughs> like after a while, everything started sounding like this. But it kind of started with Disney and Marvel. I think they were kind of trying to copy that whole thing. So really? uh... it was also like deep in the Me Too movement too. That's another thing as well. Um, so that that kind of played a part in it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. It's funny. I can't actually remember the last time you were the one risking something. And by the way, the women are always saving the men around here. You might want to think about changing the name to ex-women. <laughs> <laughs> Professor X is like this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like the dude from First Thing First. <laughs> <laughs> the people's eyebrow. <laughs> oh man, yeah that that kind of line is ugh. a turn off. I, that, yeah, that I tapped out, and I love the X Men, man. I love <laughs> when I was growing up. That was my favorite show. Was the X Men animated series that that and Power Rangers came like back back to back on Fox Kids. Yeah, and that was like my power hour, dog. Don't yeah. talk to me when X Men and Power Rangers were on on Saturday mornings because <laughs> I was locked in, dog. <laughs> so I, I was a fan of the comics and the games, and that was like my favorite superhero team, way yeah. more than the Avengers. Nobody liked the Avengers until the Iron Man movie. Yeah. I like, really, yeah. I re remember that thing so for the X Men that um, yeah, that shit was hard. Yeah, no, it, dun, it was. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> dun, dun. It was hard, man. Yeah. <laughs> I locked in every Saturday morning. I did not miss an episode when uh when that shit was on, man. Previously on X Men. Affecting everything too, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they don't make cartoons like that. I know. Yeah, I did with my favorite one too. He was always talking shit. <laughs> Damn, man. This, I was locked in. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting chills, man. <laughs> Bringing me back. <laughs> man. I don't make them like this no more. I know. This, Batman. Yeah. All them dope cartoons, man. <laughs> yeah, it used to be a power hour with this one too, yeah. man. It used to be like X Men, Batman, yeah. <laughs> Dragon X -Men, Ball Z, Batman, Dragon Ball Z, Power Rangers, 
Pokemon. They used shit, to all man. crack you upside the head, man. <laughs> you be sitting there glued. <laughs> yeah, man. Now that, that what a what a time. And now I don't I don't know. I don't know what I don't know if car, kids still watch cartoons. I guess they still come on come on. Yeah, um, I always some, wondered that, man. What type of cartoon? Like, do they have cartoons? Like, I'm sure they do, but I feel like anime probably just took over the world. Yeah, it did. Yeah, and then you got shows like uh, Family Guy, Bob Burgers, and all that yeah. type of those type of shows too. But do they have like animated shows like X, like X Men or Batman? Not really. Like, some I know Team Titans Go is still big. Um, mm, and I that's know that. one of the, yeah, that's still going, and Damn. that was huge. Yeah. That's like a, one of the most popular, but that's like a comedy, basically. You yeah. know, it's not like dramatic like X Men and Batman was. Yeah. Um, but that's still big. Um, there's some that my niece and nephews grew up watching that are considered old now, which just kind of trips me out because some of them are not even on anymore. I'm like, I thought that shit was just on the other day, <laughs> but like stuff like Gumball and. Other uh, Cartoon Network shows, but yeah, I don't think it's not like I, I don't even know if Saturday morning cartoons still come on local stations. Yeah, that's how yeah out the loop I, I am. Man. Yeah, I don't like know if Recess I still airs shit. <laughs> yeah, remember Recess and shows like that. Yeah, Pepper Ann. Pepper Ann. Um, yeah, Hey Arnold. I think Hey Arnold was a um, Nickelodeon, but um, yeah, it was. Yeah, those type of shows. I don't know what happened, man. Different time, man. Different time. There's also uh, video games are way doper. Everybody yeah. got everybody on YouTube watching a streamer. So yeah. it's a lot of competition. Before, when you got home from school, there was nothing else to do unless <laughs> do homework. Yeah. Do homework. You had like an hour to watch TV. You had to do your homework. Then yeah. maybe play 30 minutes of a game and you had to go to sleep. Then dinner yeah. to go to sleep. Yeah. And, and think about it, though. Because, like, you'll have, like, maybe a good hour and a half or two hours of straight-up cartoons. Yeah. And then after that, the news come on. After that. Yeah. So that's it. <laughs> so that's all of your cartoons for the day. Yeah. Because I, I, ain't, I ain't grow up with cable. So I ain't had Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon, nothing like that. So at, at, the, at 5 o'clock, I think 5 o'clock was probably, like, the last hour of cartoons. 6 o'clock, yeah. news, straight-up news or some type of other programming. And um and then you know dinner and all that stuff. You play the game. Remember these games. You don't. These ain't the type of games you play for hours. You will play oh, them. Nah. You play them. Uh, it's but so long you can play Mario Brothers, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise you'll start getting sick. You can't play that yeah. for four or five you'll, hours. You'll, you'll you'll get upset when yeah. you can't pass a level and you'll say fuck. Yeah, <laughs> really get yeah. upset. Yeah, so, so you'll you'll play for like an hour max and then you outside. Yep. <laughs> Being outside, and yeah, don't... We talked about this before on the podcast. There was no on-demand shit. If you missed a show, that was it. You know what I had to do whenever I missed a show? I would have to hear about it from my friends. Yeah. They, would, they would have to fucking tell me what happened. And they and described it out. like it was the most amazing thing ever. <laughs> and you're like... <laughs> you just had to eat it. The, the, no... Oh my god! Rewind. You could unless you tape the shit, which was still hard to do, and then you would tape over somebody else's shit. They yeah. get mad at or you. tape on the wrong channel. Yeah, <laughs> you get the wrong channel. You like, oh fuck! I had yeah. it on channel three. <laughs> yep. You were just out of. If you miss a show, you were out of luck. Yeah. 
that was it. The, the worst, the worst luck I had was uh, the first ever WWF SmackDown that yeah, came on. You told me about this. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, I, I missed it because was my, a really good one too. Yeah, man. I, he- I heard. Was in it. <laughs> I, I heard. I heard the next day when I went to school. <laughs> And um, I had to go to freaking church, man. <laughs> Thursday night yeah. Bible study, man. Oh, damn. So uh, I missed it. And the next day, all of my friends at school was like, did y'all see SmackDown? Y'all see SmackDown? <laughs> yeah, Kid Shot Rock, this, this, The Rock was this. Yeah. Everybody, Stone Cold Steve Man, it was just so legendary. And I'm thinking the next week is going to be back on. And that was it. Mm-hmm. That was it. I think eventually they end up making it reoccurring. But it didn't come on that next week. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that was like a special thing at yeah, first. Yeah, it was Minute, special. Yeah. It was like a one-night thing. So I was just like, oh, fuck. Like, I, I already wasn't watching wrestling because I didn't have yeah. cable. And so finally it come on regular TV, and I missed it. <laughs> so I'm just Dog, like, oh, I remember man. back in, like, 1999, they had a halftime match with The Rock and Mankind. But I was watching the Super Bowl. You know, the family had a big gathering, and nobody wanted to watch that shit. (laughs) We just watched the halftime show. And I'm like, man, I'm trying to look for a different TV to watch that because I wanted to see that. Never did see it until way later. Damn. And I'm like, man, uh, (laughs) that really annoyed me. Problems that kids don't have to deal with these days. Yeah. Luckily. But we had to go through it. Yeah, that was awful. But I remember friends telling me what happened, and mm-hmm. they had to explain the wrestling moves. And I got dog. I got so pressed to a point, especially with like Monday Night Raw, because I felt like I always felt like Monday Night Raw was better. I guess yeah, because it was on cable, it was, definitely. Yeah, so I had to go to the freaking library, go to WWF.com, and read about what happened because they yeah. will always have a recap. So I would have to read about the match. <laughs> So every match I would end up reading. And they'd it. have like a clip or two that's in terrible quality and it's only like 30 seconds. No, dog, they ain't, <laughs> I wish they had, they ain't even had, they just had pictures from the match. Oh, damn. So they had like Jeff Hardy jumping from the top and like midair. <laughs> and it would go through like play by play. It was play by play. I had to read that shit, man. It was mm-hmm. awful, man. It was yep. terrible. <laughs> yeah, man. And now whenever I want to, because I had Peacock, and now I can watch, like, if I want to watch any P- yeah. WWE pay-per-view, I can just cut it on. Yeah, that's dope. You know, WrestleMania. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I went through, man, dog, I went down the rabbit hole looking at that shit, man. Yeah. I was. I actually looked up that that, that first SmackDown that I, yeah. <laughs> that I missed. I finally watched it. <laughs> finally, vindication. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, damn, I wish I could talk to... Uh, Sherelle and Stevie <laughs> in third grade and fourth grade. Hey, hit him, hit him up. Be like, yeah. I finally watched I, I finally... this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all, I, I finally seen came. I seen what y'all was talking about 30 years ago. <laughs> They'll be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's too funny. But, yeah, man, that's just something, uh, a lost art yeah. um, of missing the show and being upset, having to look up stuff on the internet. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I, have that anymore. I remember even back in the day, like my parents talking about this, how um, they used to be out and about, you know, drinking all this stuff, and like, oh, I gotta go home. Good times on, or I gotta make it home because Martin about to come on. Mm-hmm. Remember, you used to you used to actually try to make it home and watch the yeah. shows. Not like what, like what, 
don't nobody do. I, I was gonna ask you when was the last time you did that. Don't nobody do that anymore, man. They just they just catch up on it on uh, some type of streaming network or DVR. Like, you don't never outside outside of a live sporting event. Yeah, not live, not live, but the, like yeah, a show. A yeah, TV there's show. no way, no yeah. way. There there's sometimes I'll I'll see something is gonna stream at midnight and maybe I'm excited for it, so I'll I'll wait for that. Mm. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I'm not gonna. There's no T. I don't even have cable. Number one, yeah. <laughs> I only have a streaming shit on my TV. <laughs> and yeah, there's nothing I would race home to see. Yeah. Um, in general, but, but uh, on yeah. TV, man. Yeah, but people used to do that back in the day, man. They used to be yeah. like, "All right, I, I, I'm out because my show coming on in 30 mm-hmm. minutes." You know, you, you had that to enough. work out who was watching TV at the time too. Like me and yes. my sister. We had to work out who was going to watch what at what time. Yeah. <laughs> so we only had cable and one TV, man. So we had to, we had to uh, work out who was going to watch what at what time. We had to negotiate. Damn. So, yeah, it was rough. Man, that was the good old days. That's what made us, that's what make us the man we are now, the men we are yeah. now. <laughs> Shit like These that. youngins don't they ain't they ain't been through the trenches like we have, man. Okay. Yeah, we now, really went through now everybody got their own iPad. Yeah. <laughs> everybody got their own iPad. They can watch whenever they they don't have to share. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's crazy. Kids don't gotta share nothing. You get you go you go to the cause I when I go to my parents' house and it's like the niece and nephews and my sister, and we got like they got two TVs, and half the time nobody even watching them because they on their phone or playing a game or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, man, y'all just don't know. Y'all, <laughs> y'all got us. And y'all acting like y'all got it hard. I talk to my youngest nephew. He act like he he damn near in indentured servitude or some shit. Cause he get his Xbox taken away sometimes. I'm like, man, y'all don't know what we went through, okay? You lucky man. you got an Xbox, little yeah. youngin. Yeah. You know, you know you uh, what what used to be the wildest thing to me when um you go over a friend house or you see somebody that got like two of the same systems mm-hmm. because they can't share it. <laughs> like, dog, like I like, my mother would not let that fly, man. Like if I got a PS2 and and um like if I had a brother, she would not buy another PS2 oh, for hell him. No. Like hell no, y'all got to share that shit. <laughs> like I, yeah, I was a, lucky I had a sister. And she wasn't into games like that, really. So it was all yours. But even with the Genesis, I had to share it, man. I had a Sega Genesis, and my mom and sister wanted to play games, too. They wanted to play, like, Little Mermaid and all this shit. And Jeopardy. My mom liked playing Jeopardy Uh, on a Genesis. So I had to share it. (laughs) I'm over here trying to beat Sonic 2, and my mom wanted to play Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. So... Man. So yeah, I did have to share. Even a PlayStation, my mom wanted to play like RPGs and stuff. So yeah, yeah it was a uh, we had to, we had, there was no buying two of anything, man. Yeah, hell no, no, we had to share. Yeah, I, I lucked up because my sisters were um, older than me. By the time I started getting into video games, they were like old. They ain't I don't think they ever cared anyway. But yeah, but it was pretty much all mine. I ain't I ain't never had to share. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, lucky you, man. <laughs> but it wasn't too bad for me either. I was really the only one playing games for the most part. So, 
Long tangent, man, but yeah. <laughs> just another one, lane. just another day in the life of Jim's and Juice podcast, man. Just going down memory lane. That's the thing about the old days. They the old, old days. days. I need to get that yep. damn drop. <laughs> yep, yep. Very true. Very true. <laughs> Oh man, I still be laughing at these Cam and Mace clips too from that show, man. <laughs> I've dog, I've never seen Cameron so happy ever, man. He looked the happiest I ever seen, man. Like, yeah, like dog. I've he- never seen him laugh as much as he has on that show. Like he's yeah. really, really. You can see the joy in his face when he gets on his show with Mace. Yeah, and you <laughs> know, and, and you know, I was, I was actually thinking about this not that long ago watching that show. I'm like, damn, they been through a lot of shit, man. Yeah. And now, like, they both, you know, I don't want to say that at the end of the road of their, mm-hmm. you know, music careers, but their music career is pretty much established and finished. And they just sitting there talking, laughing, like, I'm like, damn, where was this at? I know. Back where the music, man. We probably could have got some legendary projects or something, mm-hmm. man. But it's good to see them cool again, laughing, and they look happier than they ever been, yeah. even in music. It just seemed like they're in a different space. It ain't no janky business. And and I know they getting money. So it, it's just cool to see them. And then all the guests they have on OJ Simpson, man. Yeah. That's just, that's so Cameron to have him on, man. Mm-hmm. So um, You see Cameron, apparently OJ sent him like his real football gear. Oh, and no. Cameron wore it for Halloween. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Cameron was sitting there with the Buffalo Bills helmet and jersey on, and he said, this is actually OJ shit. He sent it to me. Like, <laughs> damn, man. Damn. That's very Cameron of him to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. And you, and you could tell OJ loved this because OJ yeah. pretty much blackballed from yeah. anything media. Ain't nobody trying to, you know, have him on. But you could tell OJ rock with Cameron just for mm-hmm. giving him a platform because OJ want to do shit like this, but he can't. Yeah. And I know, dog, until this podcast, like, I never knew how funny Mace was, man. Mace is <laughs> hilarious, dog. I never yeah. knew that he was actually this funny guy, man. Just the way he talks is funny, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, he has this very slow delivery where he pronounces everything, but it's still like, it's really funny, yeah. man. Yeah. And he has like this sense of humor that just, it cracks me up, man. Yeah. He was explaining to Cameron, I saw the clip where they were talking about the deal with skims in the NBA. And he was explaining to Cameron how he had a, some skims that he wears. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got some skims and they stopped, they, they made my ribs stop hurting. You know, I wouldn't wear it, wear it. But you know, it feels good, and and it cut the Cameron's face, and Cameron's just <laughs> like he's just looking at him, trying not to crack up laughing. He's like, I would say something, but every time I say something, they think I'm bullying. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a fun show to watch, man. It's uh, like I said, I never, I've never seen Cameron that happy. I've been following Cameron for a while now. Yeah. Um, and music and everything. I never seen him look this happy ever, man. Yeah. So very crazy. Yeah. But it's, it's good to see them. It, yeah, it is. Salute the camera, man. But yeah. That's that's a great show, man. I, I enjoy is. that. He should never. He should never rap again. 
No, I don't ever want to see a rapper. I heard again. he dropped something recently. He was doing a little freestyle, and it wasn't bad to be fair. But yeah, this is the new lane for him now. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, you ain't got to. It ain't no money in rap. Yeah, just yeah. I mean, unless you just want to drop some, just to to do it, feel free. But nah, ain't nothing. Ain't nothing in rap. <laughs> nah, not anymore, man. Not 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 for them. So hopefully they can just keep it going. There's no other goopy beef that pops up, and it's all good. Yeah. All right, man. I think that might be enough of a trip down memory lane. Yeah. And go ahead and wrap this podcast up. Now, anything else happened this week? Anything else we want to talk about? Um, um, have you been keeping up with this Keith Lee guy? <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot to bring that up, man. <laughs> Explain to me this shit, dog. Because I, I've the discourse has been going on all week. Um, all I understand is he's some kind of food critic that went to Atlanta and people got upset with him for some reviews that were less than favorable. But what actually happened there? Explain it to me. So, like you said, he's a food blogger, f- food guy that go to restaurants, try their food, and he actually review it. And um, and he posted and all this other stuff. But this dude actually got kind of creative, man. This is a... I felt like... At first, I thought it was a little slimy of him. But I kind of appreciate it just being a, just a regular paying customer. Because you're getting an honest review. Because um, everybody know who Keith Lee is, I guess, if you're in a restaurant game. And let's be real. If he walk in the door, you're going to give him your best. You're going to treat him like a king so he can review your shit and get good reviews. What he what he started doing was start sending other people in. <laughs> so he wouldn't walk in. He would send other people in. And that's when you'll get the real service. Where it's just like, oh, it's a three-hour wait. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, we're not doing takeout right now. And it's just hard to get in. Because if he would have went in, they would have, of course, they would have, you know, unhooked the rope and let him walk through. So um, he will review it based off of that. Like, hey, I tried to go to this restaurant, and they wouldn't let me put an order in. <laughs> and then I sent I sent my uh, sister or whoever to, to go in and reserve a seat. And they say it was a three-hour wait. Mm. And so that stuff right there made the restaurant look bad. <laughs> Where it's like, it's, it's like this all the time in Atlanta. And they wouldn't have did that if he walked in. So apparently, I guess it's Atlanta tour. Uh, it wasn't good reviews at all. And um, they, they got all these restaurants in the frenzy where um, I guess some people were sending him uh, death threats and all this other stuff. They were just going crazy over this. To the point he had to post, I, I guess he's doing like a food tour, <laughs> which is wild, man. Like, dog, how, how are you making all of this money just going to restaurants and eating <laughs> and reviewing it? <laughs> I need I need to be doing something like that. But anyway, um, I guess he had to post uh, postpone his food tour because people were sending death threats to his family, him and his family and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, he pretty much flipped Atlanta upside down with his reviews. <laughs> you had some people uh, getting on video. I, I forgot who. I think she might have been like an R&B singer or uh, Atlanta housewife or something. But I guess she had she owned a restaurant and it got a bad review. And she ended up doing a post pretty much explaining why they wouldn't do a, uh, carryouts and to-go orders and all this other stuff. I'm like, dog. 
who who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> and <laughs> he got y'all on camera trying to explain shit. <laughs> so uh, I thought it was interesting, man. I, I wonder if he coming to Houston. A lot of people say he need to come to Houston because some he's of coming people- to all these major cities and shut shit down, man. I'm I'm for it. Yeah. I'm for it. I, I've heard some crazy things from these people. I've heard people say that it's not a restaurant's job to provide good service. All they got to do is provide the food. Yeah, that's. I'm like, I don't know how wild. we got here, man. Yeah, but this this goes back to our Trillburger conversation, man. Where I feel like people go to these places more to be seen and take pictures than they do to actually enjoy the experience. Yeah. They want to be seen in these fancy places. Be say, hey, it's, look where I spent my weekend. Yep. But they don't really care about the actual experience. And they're getting taken advantage of because nobody really gives a shit because they like the exclusive feel of it. Yeah. So they just let themselves get jerked around and have bad food and bad service because it's more about being seen at the place than actually enjoying it. Yeah. And the thing I respect about this, uh, this guy, Keith Lee, is um like I said earlier, if he was going to review Trill Burger, they will let him in with no problem. Even with the mm-hmm. lines being big, they will let him in, eat the food, and he'll give a positive review. But for the simple fact he sent somebody else that was unknown, it's kind of like the secret shopper or whatever. Starbucks used to do this a lot. I think a lot of fast food restaurants go through this where they got like a secret inspector. That um uh, that come in, you don't know who it is, mm-hmm. and they you know they order like a regular person, and then they give a review, and if you pass if y'all your store passed that uh review, then y'all good. If you failed, then that's not a good thing. And um, we used to have to go through that with Starbucks. We used to be looking around, seeing is that the person? Is that the inspector? We used to be thinking we found the inspector, and one time. I guess somebody they caught somebody at a wrong day where they mm-hmm. had an attitude and all that, and it was to the inspector and they and our store failed. <laughs> but um, he sent I, uh, that's pretty much what he did. He sent somebody else in, and they treated him like they do all the other customers, and and it wasn't good. So I kind of like that, especially as a uh, just a regular paying customer. Because, you know, you can look at all these food bloggers and they be like, yeah, I'm here, I'm there, this is so great, da, 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 da. But then if I go there, they ain't going to treat me like that. <laughs> they going to treat me like a regular old motherfucker. So I, I'm glad he did that to kind of get the real, see how it really is, kind of call these people out. Maybe they can start treating their customers better, but... At least they giving me a heads up, and it's not this. Oh, hey, I'm at Trill Burger. I just walked right up, and yeah, the burger looks so perfect. I give it a ten out of ten. Like, no, send your little cousin that don't nobody know up there and try mm-hmm. to order something and see how they treat you. I mean, that's how you change shit, man. At the end of the day, that's how you change shit. I watched this video um, of this guy who went to every rainforest cafe in America. What? Um, you know a rainforest yeah, cafe I remember is, that. It's it a place to... you go you go to a mall and like you see a rainforest cafe. It's like a bunch of rainforest shit in it. Yeah. I've never actually been to one, but I see it all the time in malls and shit. It was my first when I first moved here, when I went to the Galleria, that's the first time I ever seen one. We never had them yeah. in Cleveland. 
did you actually eat there or you just No, I never started? I never yeah. ate there. I've never gone I wanted there. I, I wanted to when I first got here, but <laughs> I never got around to it. And I think they t- took it out. <laughs> this guy went to every one and he said the one and the one I was actually most familiar with because I used to, you know, my parents lived in Katy and I lived out there too. And Katy Mills is the mall out there. And we used to go there all the time. And there's a rainforest cafe that I always looked beat the fuck down in Katy Mills, man. And I don't think they've changed it at all since it first <laughs> opened a while ago. Man. And the guy, he went on a tour to every rainforest cafe. And he said that one was like the worst and most depressing one. And he showed, like, the little animals had, like, shit falling off of them. The food was the worst. And I just read an article uh, a few weeks ago that said that they're going to renovate the entire thing, the Katie Mills Rainforest Cafe. The owner announced that they're going to renovate that entire thing and just build it all up. I'm like, you know why they're doing that, right? Because that video got, like, millions of views, and everybody saw that was the worst Rainforest Cafe. Yeah. So this is how you change shit, man. Look, yeah. when people see this and they see the negative it, stuff call come you from out. it, yep. exactly. Some mm-hmm. people are gonna get upset. Some people are gonna be like, you know what, we gotta do better. Yeah. So that's how you change things, man. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> salute to him if that's what he's doing. Yeah, I'm down with it. No, nah, I appreciate that, man. <laughs> because yeah. a lot of people be faking the funk. They they treat these celebrities nice. That mm-hmm. I mean, that's like a turkey leg hut, man. Try to yep. go to Turkey Leg Hut and see how that goes. Well, I'm sure if it was somebody he knew, uh, a well-known food blogger, they could get right in and they could get the best. So, no, nah, I appreciate that. No, me too, man. Me too. So, I'm down with it, man. Let, let, let him uh, let him do his thing and let him cook. That's yeah. what he's cooking up, man. I'm down with it. Don't be sending all <laughs> no fucking niggas so dramatic. Sending death threats over this shit. Yeah. I saw Chad Ocho Cinco say some goofy shit about it, too. He was saying, like, if you're black, you shouldn't criticize anything from black people. Just some that stupid is, shit, that man. That's so, so stupid, man. <laughs> that's, that's why that kind of service is what we get. Because no. Yeah, and that's why I <laughs> be you, pissed. You feel like just because it's a black-owned business, you can't say anything about yeah, it. Yeah, and that's why I be pissed off, man. I, mm-hmm. I'd have been to a, a few black places where I'd be like, man, like, this was not good. <laughs> And you want to support, so you don't want to yeah. go at, at, tell people that it sucks. But if it sucks, what can you say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, uh, yeah. It's, uh, people don't want to say it, but it's a big difference between, like, a black-owned spot and just a regular white-owned spot, man. Like, dog, I... I for that. Dog, man. It's, it's so frustrating because, like, look, I, I, I'm going to pull the curtain back a little bit. I got a Cash App card. Mm-hmm. I put all my side money on that cash app card, my 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 free money, where I could just spend whatever on on that on that card. Every time I go to a black owned spot, man, they be like, "Oh, we don't take cash app cards." I'm just like, "What the like, <laughs> like I never go through that whenever I go to a, a, another restaurant. It's always though, it's always a black restaurant that don't take cash app cards, man. I'm just like, man, like, and I and I get it. Some people told me that you know people people be scamming on them or they report the the spending something something like that. I forgot what it was but I'm like Longhorn Steakhouse don't go through that they they accept anything man and it's just like oh we don't accept cash out cards we don't accept Venmo cards I'm just like what the f- 
Like, I just don't get it, man. It's just so frustrating. And then um, me and the wifey went to one place, um, and it was just me and her, and they charged us gratuity. <laughs> I'm like, for two people? <laughs> it's just it's just ridiculous, man. Like, I just get so frustrated, and I try to support, man. Yeah. But it's just so frustrating where I, I'm better off just going to Chili's or Fridays or something like that. Yeah. And I ain't got to go through all that. But these high-end places, man, be trying to charge you to park. You, uh, you go in and everything high. And, and then on top of that, they charge, they add in the tip, the, the gratuity. And I'm just like, damn. And then they don't accept cash app cars and all this. I'm just like, man, this is frustrating. I, we should have just went to Applebee's. They got the For real, man. Anywhere man. else, honestly. Yeah. And it's like, uh, and... and I feel bad because on one hand, I understand, like, there were probably a lot of people doing ignorant shit at these restaurants, and that was the reason why they had to do, like, the turkey leg leg hut dress code was apparently because some people were just coming in with ridiculous shit on, man. So part of me is like, okay, I kind of get it, but then again, I shouldn't have to suffer for what other people did that aren't me. Yeah. You know, treat me like you would some regular white guy or whatever the fuck would come in, man, who you respect. Yeah. You know, don't assume just because I'm black that I'm going to you try to scam you with a cash app card or I'm not going to tip. So you got to add a gratuity on the fucking on the meal and shit. Come on, man. That's yeah. what I hate. Yeah. So that's really annoying. HOW said that's racist. Yeah, it kind of is, man. It's self-racism. Yeah. <laughs> Self-hate. We are our own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. It, it's funny because, because um, people don't like to say this and they think it's impossible for, like, black folks to be racist. But uh, some black folks be judging other black folks, man. They they do it all the time. It's a reason why they said no cash app cards mm-hmm. at a, a black-owned place. Because they, they ain't doing it because of white folks. <laughs> they doing it because of their people. So I, I look, man. I think it's something there. They and it's it suck a lot, man. Because I ain't I ain't never scammed nobody a day in my life, and it's the reason why I got my side money on my cash app card. So I'm like, man. So I can't use my cash. It's just so frustrating, man. And it's like every black place I go to. Yeah. Like damn. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's hard to support, man. Honestly, it's hard to support. You know, if you find a place that somebody you know that's actually trustworthy and runs good business. And they, they are out there. But I don't, I don't mean to, we don't yeah. mean to paintbrush all of them as being like this. But yeah. it does seem like when you get, oh, oh, this place is black owned. You go there and it's the, the service is just weird, man. They treat you weird. It's not as respectful as other places you would go to. And and they want to charge extra too. Yeah. I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. Yeah, it seems it seemed uh, like it's harder to go to one of these black-owned places. Yeah. Where you could just go to a regular corporate white place. You, you, you'll save a lot of money. <laughs> um, you know, they treat everybody the same, pretty much. And, and I, I don't mean to say, like, that. that is the experience. Of, like, I've been to plenty of white-owned or corporate places where the service has been shitty. Yeah. And they, they were stereotypical and did some shit. And the service was bad. And it took a 100%. long time for the to come. Yeah. But... Yeah, I understand what you're saying, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. Gen- I'm not saying 100 of mm-hmm. this place is good and all that stuff, but 
it seemed like every time I tried to, you know, go out and say, you know what, let's go to let's support our own, then it's like, oh, sorry, uh, you have to spend this, you can't use this card. Oh, sorry, we got to do this. Oh, sorry, we adding this in. Oh, sorry, you can't do, it, it's just like so much. Yeah. Where I'm just like, man, I'm not coming in here with 30 people and trying to make it uncomfortable. I'm just oh, you can't in wear trying sneakers to... here. Oh, you can't yeah. do this and that. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, they tried yeah. to not let me in. Like, mind you, it was one time I went to Prospect Park. This was early mm-hmm. on. And I had some uh, Adidas, uh, like an Adidas track suit on and some Adidas flip-flops. They kind of matched. They went together. And the guy's like, oh, you coming in all wrong. You can't come in with that. You can't Flip-flops, you can't come in. I'm like, dog, I just got off of work, man. I'm just trying to get something to eat. I'm not here to party. I'm not here to smoke no hookah. Shit, I don't even want a damn drink. I just want some mm-hmm. food. And um, the guy sent my license. I had an Ohio license at that time, and I guess he was from Ohio too. So he ended up letting me in, which was weird because it's like, okay, so you got all the power here then. Oh, yeah, that's usually <laughs> how it goes, man. Yeah, but... Uh, but I'm just like, man, like, dog, some people, and I get it, man. Some people come in looking crazy, and you want the place to be a little respectful. But I wasn't dressed inappropriate. <laughs> I wasn't out here in a, a, a wife beater or something like that looking crazy. Yeah. Like, dog, I just came from work. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's just, Sometimes it just be a little frustrating where it's just easier going to Applebee's. It is, man. And, and the thing that sucks is, like, I feel like if you're Asian and go to an Asian spot, you'll be treated better. If you're Indian, go to an Indian spot, you'll be treated better. If you go, you're Middle Eastern, go to a Middle Eastern spot, you'll be treated better. If you go, if you're black and go to a black spot, you'll probably be treated worse. <laughs> In some respects, man, and that's what really sucks, man, because you you want to have a space where it's like cool for us, yeah. you know, but they make it hard, man. And like I said, I understand why, because there are some people who try to take advantage and just act super ignorant. But that can't be the majority of your customers, man. I'm sure yeah. most people just want, go there to have a good time. And they, they have to go through all this bullshit, bad service. And uh, it's just annoying. It just is. annoying. It is. <laughs> but Shout what can you do? Kid. That's our, you, you can catch us on uh, Rumble next. We're changing platforms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also going to have a uh, show. We're going to be on Tucker. Uh, Tucker's not on Fox anymore. Who's on Fox? I don't even know. Gutfield. <laughs> We're yeah. going to be special guests. What's that? What's that white news? What's the white chick that says shut up and dribble? What's I forget that? her name. I forget who that even was. But Is yeah, it Laura or something? Show. I don't know. We're going to be on uh, uh, Travis. What's his name? Tra- uh, Clay uh, Travis. Clay Travis. Yeah. I'll you get- see, he, he put a bet, a million dollar bet that a. a, a Male, the best male high school basketball oh, team to beat the WNBA. And <laughs> Pat Bev wants to take that bet. <laughs> uh, I don't um, know why it's just funny to me, yeah. man. I guess it's not really funny, but it's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, no, it was just kind of like an ouch moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> especially with the Skims thing, too, man. Because the first thing I seen was Skims, Skims is partnering up with the NBA. And later on, I found out that it's partnered with the WNBA, too. But I'm just like, damn, you would think... They didn't announce it like that, though. They they didn't. They just announced announced the NBA. They announced it like the NBA. Yeah, Yeah, they didn't because I ain't know that. And I kind of made a joke about it like, damn, if only they had some type of professional team to partner with uh, for women. 
that would be kind of dope, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, they ain't put it like that. So I, originally, I thought it was weird. And of course, you got the Will Ashley people like, oh, they got stuff for men and all. Like, dog, when you think of skins, man, you I, I always think of like tight women clothes mm-hmm. or women undergarments or whatever. But I'm like, damn, <laughs> they the official underwear of the NBA. I'm like, damn. Look, okay. after the Dwight Howard news came out, maybe they just feel like they should be more inclusive to all people, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's some kitties out there in the uh, NBA world who want Miss more Kitty. comfortable underwear. <laughs> hey, I guess if May's wearing skims, I guess anybody else can wear skims. Yeah, apparently, man. He said it made his ribs stop hurting. So maybe it could do something for his injuries, man. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, that was that was, that was pretty wild. Yeah. But that is that's Adam Silver's NBA. What can I say? <laughs> Um, I think that about does it for the podcast, man. I think I'm about all talked out here. Yeah. Um, uh, appreciate everybody who joined the podcast, man. What's up, HRW? Uh, DeBaron McNeil, Tony Scott, Brad Spoon, Tab, everybody who joined us in the comments. Um, make sure y'all, if y'all are going to NRG this weekend, make sure y'all, y'all say what's up to Figgy Fig. You're going to yes. be doing this tailgating thing. Um, and maybe you'll get in the video too, man. I don't know. You might, yeah. you might get a little, little professional video action, man. So yeah, man, hit me, hit me up. Follow me on all social medias at the Figgy Fig. Um, yeah, yeah. Support your boy, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Support black business, man. Okay. <laughs> I know. I, I I put the gratuity on the check too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, appreciate everybody who joined the podcast this evening and everybody who's listening wherever you are. And until next time, peace.